BBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good Evening. Who's the chairman now, ladies? Aruga. That's right. You're a wonder man. Are you a bit over the top? Archie. Truthfully, it's up my nose. Well done. Archie's not called us for a long while. I hope he's all right. Archie, if you're listening... 0845 6060 Yes, I'm on. You're on the wireless. Good evening, Ian. Oh, good evening, is that Anthony? Yeah, yeah. Oh, well done, you, sir. Thank you. How are you, young? I'm, I'm, I'm excellent, excellent, excellent. Wait, can I call you tonight? Because all I feel about when you got locked outside your house. Do you want to talk about what? When you got locked outside your house. When I got locked outside my house or when you got locked outside my house? When you got locked outside your house. I've never been locked outside your house. I've got a story about when I got locked outside. Well, you can tell us now. Pardon? You can tell us now. Okay, what happened then? Um, I don't I, know. I wasn't there. I was here with a friend. Yeah, in the house. Yes. And um, we went to get a pizza. Yeah. And forgot to take the key. I, I had a Domino's pizza last night. Can I say thank you, Domino's, for excellent pizzas? They're very nice, aren't they? Oh, they are perfect. Anyway, should I carry on? D- could you turn your radio off? Yeah. Sorry. Sorry. It's all right. I don't know. Sorry. Two six. Okay. There you go. Off now. Yeah, okay, anyway. so you, you, you went out for a pizza. What happened next? Yeah, and, um, what I'd done is, uh, I forgot to take the key, didn't I? Uh, yeah, it happened. It happens. Brady. And, um... Brady. I, um... Went for my dad to come home. Yeah. The key he gave me was to get in the house. Yes. And, um, he didn't have a spare one, so it was to call a... Smithlock out. And that... A Smithlock? Yeah, the people who... who yeah, went. I've called a Smithlock out. They they charge about £100, don't they, Smithlocks? Yeah, one hundred. Yeah, 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 yeah. And it doesn't take it takes about two minutes, doesn't it? Yeah, like, just put a bit of tall skin. There you go. Yeah, tall skin. Yeah, a bit of tall skin. Oh, yeah, yeah, exactly. And the the, the Smith lock does it. Still, yeah, isn't it? It's quite easy just to do that. I, I was I, I've been locked out several times, and the last time I was locked out, I, I went. We got locked out. The guy was going to be like two hours to come, so I, I, it was quite late at night. But the local pizza place was open, so I went round, bought a pizza, and we sat out. And I managed to open the front door, but there was still a second door to the flat. So we sat in the hallway eating pizza. Uh, no, it wasn't Domino's. It was La Pochetta, which is getting oh, very, very nice. Yeah, it was still, no, not, not, I prefer Domino's, but it's still yeah, very, nice. very nice. That's Halo 3, is alright? Halo 3? Yeah. Brilliant. Oh, I haven't played it yet. I've got no. five copies of it. Five? Yeah. Why? Well, but let's just say I was given them. Oh, cool. That's but, nice. But and I, I should perhaps be giving some of them away tonight. I'm not going to. I'm going to give them to my friends and sell the rest on eBay. That's cool. Isn't it? Are you going to get FIFA on Friday or not really? Well, I'm going to stick with the Halo 3 for a little bit. And, uh, yeah, we'll then get FIFA maybe after. Hopefully someone will send me a freebie. Well, Anthony, listen, thank you for your story of being thank locked you. out. Thank you for everyone for the uh, off That's been cool. It was good fun, and I'm sorry we've got to end it, but who knows? I don't know if you're aware of Shindiggery. Yeah. Well, maybe there's something we could do there. Yeah, maybe. Well, okay, well, we'll have a little chat, Anthony. Huh? I still call that. Of course you can call up. Okay, take care, Anthony. Bye bye. Yeah, I will do. Good lad. Thank you, Anthony. Of course, Anthony can call up. Of course you can. If you want, if you want to call up, it's a new phone number. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Confusingly, I have the the, the phone, new phone number printed up here, but on the this computer screen we use, I've just realised that the old number's there, and that's that's what I look at. So if I get it wrong, it's because a I'm an idiot, and b because it's written there in front of me. But it, it'll all be changed. I'm I'm sure a Globotech will come and send in a, a computer Smith. Can we call everybody, everybody who's a, a specialist in their fields, they're now a something Smith, or, or a Smith lock. Uh, it will be sorted out. But it, so it, I apologise in advance. What I'm trying to say is if I get the, give the wrong number out, I probably will do. It's 0845 6060 That's the telephone number. Now, of course, Halo 3 was just mentioned there by Anthony. Excellent caller, as always. 
Uh, and uh, now, now I was at the the, the 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 launch of Halo Three, and I was I was doing some filming there for various TV uh, places about that. And I didn't realise I was sat right next to a load of those birds from Big Brother, shall we call them the Big Brother. Uh, well, uh, we won't call them tarts, but the, the ladies from Big Brother who now appear in the newspapers in just their pants, including Chanel and some of the others. I don't know their names. I don't know any of their names. I didn't know who they were. It wasn't until till they'd gone and someone went, oh, did you see Chanel and the other ladies from Big Brother? I went, oh, is that who they were? I had absolutely no idea. I was talking to them at one point and trying to steal their popcorn in a hilarious way. And I didn't know it was them. Which I think is cool. I think it's very cool not to know. Oh, look, stiff neck. Hang on. Oh, did you hear that? That was a click from. That wasn't my neck. That was my spine. Oh. Oh. So uh, it was cool. So what I want to ask tonight is: Have you ever, just like been chatting to someone, or you know, bumped into someone, or been a bit rude to someone, and they've gone away, and your friend has gone, flipping hell, that was Prince Charles, or that was Paul McCartney. Has that ever happened to you? Have you ever had a run-in with a celebrity or some kind of uh, conversation with a celebrity and not realised they were famous? Uh, 0845 6060973. That's the thrust of today's show. And look at those look at those phones go mental. I knew this topic would be a winner. That's why I picked it, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, I think Amwar's called in about this. Amwar? Hello, mate. Ever uh, met a celebrity and not known who they were? Uh, no, I actually oh. called to talk about Xbox versus PS3, but oh. I will tell you one thing. Yes. In London, um, I have seen Queenie um, driving around. Not her, obviously, driving, Who? but she's been in the back. Who's Queenie? Uh, oh, the Queen. The Queen, yeah. You see her, um, because she doesn't drive around in a, in a marked car or anything like that. It's usually like a, a Bentley with an emblem or, or a little emblemy flaggy thing on top of the car. So you, you do see her every once in a while in the centre of town. OK, well, I'll let, let's, I'll, I'll tell you what, this is what we can do as well. What's so that? we want to find celebrities that you've, you've spoken to but didn't know they were celebrities. And also, let's find out where, is the, where are the best places in London to spot the Queen. So, Amwa, uh, where, where have you seen the Queen in London? Trafalgar <laughs> uh, Square. I've seen her on Green Park. Hyde Park Corner, oh. around that area. Though. Okay, well let's let's oh, let's start let's start off with Trafalgar Square. So the Queen was <laughs> was in Trafalgar Square feeding by pigeons. The way, I, I, I'm a consultant Smith, by the way. A consultant Smith. Well done. Yeah. Everyone's job tonight. I'm I'm a, a radio presenter Smith. There you go. It will end in Smith. I think it's a it's listen, a great listen, tradition. I, yes. I know I know this is your show and I don't want to invade, but I just want oh. your opinion. I, I've yes. seen you on two nine one for that um, that gaming program. X League TV. That's right. Yeah. Oh yeah. C- can I just say, Agent Chris, I- I'm supposed to be going there this Saturday. Me and Chris are going to do it again. Okay. I-, I can't go this Saturday, so Why not? I'm doing something else. Shall we say? Okay. There so you go. You're looking for a good place to to go out on the weekends. Is why you're asking where the best place is in London. No, I'm not. I've not asked where the best place is in London. Okay. I but, thought you did earlier on. No. Anyway, listen. No, no. Let me finish. So, Agent Chris is filming <laughs> an appearance on his own. It's his first solo television appearance. What day is this? He's filming it on Saturday, and it'll probably be out a week after. I will let you all know, don't worry. Okay. Anyway, Amwar, let's get to the, the, the thrust. Let's get to the nitty-gritty. Okay, I know Xbox, basically, from a hardware point of view, yes. um, its peripherals are a lot more powerful than the PlayStation itself. Yes. I know also that it's a lot cheaper yes. uh, in comparison to yes. the PlayStation at the moment. Yes. But someone who's been in a sort of a Sony umbrella most of their life, yes. I mean, how much do you really rate the 360? And I want your honest opinion. Uh, can I just say, I have a 360, I have yeah. a, a PlayStation 3, I have a yeah. Wii. Okay. I play the 360 the, all the, the time. The, 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 the Wii's are a bit like... Look, I don't know, I just find... You've, asked, you've asked my opinion. opinion. Well, you've asked my opinion. Now shut yeah. up. <laughs> the, I play the 360 all the time. Yeah. I play the Wii every now and then. Okay. I've touched the PS3 
twice. Well, there you go. That's the answer. Yeah, that is the answer. You know, I was a Sony man, but make the change to the 360 Amwar. It's the future. <laughs> and if I were if I were giving away copies of Halo Three tonight, I'd give you one. But I'm not. Well, I'm pleased. No, I'm not giving them. Thank you. Right. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Now, it, it could be a slightly geeky show tonight, London. I've, I've got to warn you now because I have two geeky issues. We, we, we all talk about, about Halo Three and and you know whatever. But two really geeky technical things, and I don't want the whole show to be about this. But I need to get them sorted. First things first. I got a new phone today. I went for the BlackBerry Pearl. Oh, it's sexy. Hard to get one that wasn't. It's hard to buy phones that aren't linked to a phone company. I phoned up T-Mobile home with it. So can I get a, a BlackBerry Pearl? We don't sell them. We sell them, but you have to buy a package. I don't want a package. I've got a package with you. I just want the phone. No. Anyway, so I got one. The point in question: How do I get all the numbers from my memory, not my SIM, the memory from one phone to the other without having to type them in? It's boring, I know. So we can sort that one out quickly. Second technical question: We'll, we'll go to the travel in a minute, but this is important. My iPod has died, right? And I've tried resetting it. I AQA'd how to reset it. I took it into Dixon's. Uh, I, I even took it in, in, into Apple. I've got, I've got a, a meeting with a, a, a wizard smith on Friday. A genius smith. Uh, and it, it's just died. All it's doing, it, it doesn't reset. All it's doing is it's just a completely blank but illuminated screen. And I can't get it to do anything. And I'm desperate. So 0845 6060 and once we've solved those problems, then we'll start the roller coaster ride of laughs. And the fun begins now with everyone's favourite travel guy. Ladies and gentlemen, give a big round of applause, please. It's Alan Joyce. Alan, take it on. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well done. Uh, The M25 then has now fully reopened anti-clockwise between junctions 25 and 23. That's the A10 to South Mims after an accident earlier on. It has literally just reopened in the last few minutes. But there are still serious delays back to junction 23 at uh, Waltham Abbey. And clockwise still looks very slow from junction 20 at Kings Langley. Do add your updates if you're there. 08,000, 68, 60, 80. And some people were stuck within that closure for about two hours or more. The M40 now has two lanes closed, heading into town from Junction 2 at Beaconsfield to Junction 1A at the M25. That's after an accident. And the A40 is still looking solid out of town from Park Royal through to the Hoover Building in Perivelle after a burst water main. But the good news is all the lanes have now reopened there. However, the North Circular is still crawling southbound from Staples Corner down to Hangar Lane because of those A40 problems. In the city, Goswell Road is still partly blocked to the Angel with an accident just before City Road. That's been stuck there for some time as well. On the tubes, the district line still suspended between Edgware Road and Earls Court. There are now severe delays on the Circle and Hammersmith and City lines, and Wapping Station is closed because of problems with the lifts. LBC 97.3 Travel. Your next update is in 15 minutes. This is Nick Ferrari at breakfast. Hi, Bob. I'm quite amazed the way the media targets cannabis. This young woman just killed herself as a result of it. Well, so so the press is. So medical evidence says, and the coroner has agreed. So well, I don't believe it, Nick. I, oh, I see. So the doctors are wrong, and the coroner's wrong. Yes. And the post-mortem's wrong. Yes. Just stop, right? She's not got an allergy. She didn't slip. She's completely off her head on cannabis, and she killed herself. Let's just get real. Nick Ferrari gets real. Weekday mornings from 7, LBC 97.3. Critics call it one of the year's best thrillers. They kill them, Michael. I'm not the enemy. Then who are you? George Clooney is Michael Clayton. Previews Thursday opens Friday, rated 15. Is it possible for a plane to arrive at its destination with more passengers than it took off with? Hmm. It's hard to imagine, we know. But occasionally, the unexpected happens. 
to an expectant mum. And when a baby is born on a flight, unlike the movies, there isn't always a doctor on board. That's why, at British Airways, all our cabin crew have to undergo a comprehensive training programme, which includes, of course, childbirth. Fortunately for us, their skills aren't required very often, but they need them nonetheless. Because one arrival we can't schedule is a baby. Upgrade to British Airways. Critics say George Clooney gives an electrifying, Oscar-worthy performance as Michael Clayton. Are you so blind you don't even see what I am? Michael Clayton. Previews Thursday opens Friday, rated 15. Stop missing out. Earn money while you sleep. Discover how at the free Internet Success Boot Camp. A dozen internet millionaires will be sharing their secrets and showing you how to copy their systems to start making money online within hours. Register now for our fun three-day London seminar on the 28th to the 30th of September at internetsuccesstickets.com and claim your free online business. Attend for free and turn your life around. That's internetsuccesstickets.com. See you there. Michael Clayton, starring George Clooney, Tilda Swinton, Tom Wilkinson, and Sidney Pollack. Do I look like I'm negotiating? Michael Clayton. Previews Thursday opens Friday, rated 15. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Okay, 0845 6060973, new phone number. Celebrities that you've uh, had dealings with and didn't realise they were famous to someone. Do you know who that was? That was Freddie Mercury from that band. Um, you can give us a call on that and also boring stuff about my phone and... Um, iPods. But before that, let's go to Atlanta, which I think is in another country known as America, and speak to a man called Fat Steve. Hey, Ian. Hey, brother, how's I'm it going? With my Kid Nation. Kid Nation. Now, let, let, let's just remind everybody what Kid Nation is. It was a, there was a tiny thing in the d- excellent right-wing newspaper, the Daily Mail, uh, on Monday that um, oh, no, last week I think that, that mentioned a new show in America. Well, d- describe it to us, Steve. Well, basically, it's um, forty kids dropped into a ghost town. Mm. Um, and they're, they're between 8 and 15, aren't they? The youngest yeah. is 8, the oldest is 15. The, the oldest kid is 15. It's this kid, Greg, who's like, looks about 30 compared to the wow. rest of them. Yeah. And uh, there's a town council of four people. Four little so-and-sos. Yeah. Um, I, I, saw, I saw the first six minutes of it, right? And my girlfriend came in. I was watching it on the computer. She went, what are you watching? Oh, Kid Nation's this thing where these kids, oh, I'd like to watch that. Can you wait for me? I said, well, when can you watch it? Well, how about the weekend? Oh, for, so I had, to t- I had to stop watching it. Well, I think she'll never watch it. Anyway, right, okay, so there's, there's, a, kid, there's a council. Yeah, and um, it's got some great lines in it, and I have a few clips here for you. Oh, he's a, well, listen, I'm going to play the intro, because you sent okay. us the intro. Let, yeah. this, I'll play a bit of this. Here we go. is Bonanza City, New Mexico, or what's left of it anyway. It the such pioneers who ran this place back in the 1800s ran it into the ground. So what are you going to do Lack about of it? leadership yeah. and lack of will combined yeah. to leave this town completely and totally dead. So? But that's about to change. Yes. Now, 40 new pioneers will try to fix their forefathers' mistakes and build a town that works. It won't be easy. And on and on it goes. And basically, their kids is, is, yeah. is the gimmick. And it's, it's caused controversy in America because loads of them have got injured. Some of them drank bleach. And I think it sounds like the best television program ever. It's, it, you know, I go back and forth watching it. Sometimes, you know, it's like half the time I'm thinking this is, you know, a reflection of our awful society yeah. and part of the Ooh. time I'm thinking this is hilariously funny <laughs> oh man I hope they show it in this country I really really do so yeah. so what have you got for us Steve Steve okay, is our well, official I've Kid Nation Sophia. correspondent yeah 
who is like seems to be the one normal okay. girl there. Yeah. And she's oh, very yeah. accurate in that description. Yeah. She's the only one who gets anything right. And now this girl Taylor is on the town. Steve, can you do them any? Can you do the clips any louder? Oh sure. Yeah. Don't, don't worry if not. But if you can, it'll be great. This girl Taylor, she's on the town council. Yeah. And she's a pageant queen. Oh oh god. Here in a kids world, there's no President Bush. There's nothing. It sounds pretty good to me. Oh man, alive. She and was... there's only one toilet. In the beginning um, of the show, yeah. so about forty kids, and we've got one bathroom. Very stupid. I hope that I don't have to take a poo. <laughs> I am not ever using that thing. I, I remember being a kid and being. If I went away on like a camp or something, I would not go to the toilet. It would. It would. No way. There's something weird about that. So, Steve, is, yeah. is, is it going to be? Is it? What press is it getting over in the states? Well, people, it's getting mixed reviews. Right. It's people are saying it's just not as exciting as they you know it's like yeah. it's not as controversial as it could be, yeah. but it's also not particularly good what 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 did they want what to leave like loaded guns lying around and stuff well no, I think basically the, the reviews are saying that the controversy is overblown right okay, but the show just isn't really worth it, yeah, but I mean it is really funny <laughs> although. Interestingly enough, you yeah. watch a show like Big Brother, yeah, and it's even funnier to see people who are like in their twenties not able to cook, yeah, yeah, than to watch someone. The thing that gets me, well, the, the bit I saw with of Kid Nation, the thing that got me, there's no, there's no adults in the town. There are no adults in the town. It's forty kids. Are, who's that, filming that it? Guy keeps popping up. Uh, who, who's who's holding the camera? Yeah. Who's doing the sound? Adults. And there's Jonathan who comes in with the challenges. And, yeah. Um, you know, it's just, it's a bit... Steve, well, listen, can you keep watching it for us? I hope it's I not will. too much of a chore. And give us a call next week with your latest update. I will. Good fella. Thank you for that, Steve. Bye. There we go. Look at that. We've got, a, we've got a correspondent in America, and we don't have to pay him nothing. He doesn't get a penny from us. How cool is that? Uh, 0845 It's Nikki in Farnham Common, of all places. Yeah, just around the corner from your mum. Well, they, yeah, isn't that creepy? Uh, isn't that nice? Let's come round for tea. Okay, lovely. Um, How is fine? Um, how's the new Tesco's doing? Oh, it's fine. It's fine. Quite, quite busy. Is it true they're opening a Sainsbury's there as well? The, yeah, that's right. Where's the Sainsbury's going to be? Just, just a few doors away from the Tesco's. So that'll be fine. Yes. Genius, genius. It's, it's, a, it's, so it's a thriving small village. For choice. Yeah. Now I run an, uh, an art shop in Notting Hill. An art shop. Okay. And uh, Robbie Williams comes in. Oh, yeah, the pop singer. And, yes, and he was there um, buying his art materials, and I'm, you know, getting advice, etc., etc. I'm with him for half an hour, and I'm thinking to myself, what a lovely-looking guy, and yeah. what a pleasant personality. Yes, yeah, a charmer. He was lovely, really lovely. And after he went, one of the young lads who worked for me said to me, do you know who that was? And I'm like, no. Robbie Williams. It was Robbie Williams. Yeah. So how did, you've heard of him, obviously. You know who he is. Well, yes. All right. Well, you didn't. And then, didn't and then the him. second time it came around, I thought, like, was it him again? Well, yes. Oh, okay. Comes to get his supplies from us. Well, what what, what was he buy? Like the paint, paint and brushes. Well, and does he canvases. paint? Are you sure it was yes. him? He doesn't paint. Hundred percent, he paints. Oh, okay. Hundred percent, he paints. Spare time, he paints. Maybe he hasn't done it for a while, but he does. Oh. Okay, yeah. And um, yeah, the next time he came, I got his autograph. Well, well done. My daughters, of course. Well done, you, Nikki. Thank you for that. Sonia, Sonia sang oh. a song for you a while ago. Did did she? What My song did she sing? Girl. 
پردیسی پردیسی جانانہی مجھے چھولے کے مجھے چھولے کے it's a good song and you to me are everything oh yeah it's not quite so good that one probably don't remember I don't remember that one and I sang with her and you thought I was absolutely rubbish oh yeah I do remember you you're awful yes well Nikki next time Robbie Williams comes in in between making hit records you could ask him for some singing lessons yes of course I could do yes Nikki next time you're around in the final comments come round for tea I will be round there later on thank you Nikki Bye bye. Oh wait, four five six zero six zero nine seven. What a del- what a delightful lady. Hey, look out, kids! It's Paul. Hey, Paul. Good evening. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Hey, did you listen to the show last night? I didn't. I was in my uh, writers' group. Mickey, Mickey Dolenz was filling in for me. Sorry, who? Mickey Dolenz. Oh right. From the monkeys. I think it was Mickey Dolenz. Oh, was it? I think so. Yeah, Mickey Dolan's filled in for me. I'd, li- I'd, li- I'd like some feedback on it. No, I'm forty. Actually, it's good that you weren't here oh. and that you were doing part time on Tuesdays because yes. Tuesday evening, seven yes. till ten, I'm busy. Uh, what, what do you do? I can't listen to the show. I do the writers' workshop. Oh, is this like books or screenplays? Uh, but, uh, more theatre and screenplay. I saw, I was at, um, the, well, I was, uh, all around Highgate, there's posted up these, um, uh, flyers for this, uh, advertising this guy doing a screenwriting course. And he says, he's worked on Canadian television, he's done this, he, I, I've never heard of the fella. And surely if he was that good, he wouldn't be doing it in a village hall in, in Highgate. He'd be writing TV programmes for Canadian TV, wouldn't he? I don't know, some, some people do. I mean, this guy, he was pretty famous back in the 60s and 70s. What did he write? Did he write um, uh, Quatermass in the Pit? Stephanie Green, and he does a lot for the BBC. And oh, okay. He's 80 years of age, oh, but okay. he wants to pass on. Well, he, he will do soon, yes. But no, he wants to pass on what oh, he... his knowledge, his knowledge. Oh, I he's see. He's a great, great writer, Bernard mm. Copps, but really nice guy. Anyway, but um, we're running out of time, so come on, get, come on, stop, yeah, stop chatting, get people, to it. People, 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 famous people. Yeah who I gave a mouthful to. The first one I didn't know he was famous. It was when I was an actor. Yeah. I'm standing out at the RSC handing out um, leaflets for this fringe Shakespeare I was in. Yeah. And I go, this tall bloke comes out and I go, here, have this, come and see some real Shakespeare. And he was very rude to me. So I turned around was incredibly sweary. Well done, well done. And uh, off he stomped, and I also told him he was a very low human being as well, and off he stomped, all huffy, and I thought, he looks a bit of a lovey. And someone comes up to me, one of the other acts, and he goes, do you know who that was? Oh, go on. No. Trevor Nunn. Who's he? He used to run the RSC. Oh, okay. Oh, oh, right, no, okay. And the other one... Paul, we'll find out the other one after the news. 0845, nearly. 60609073. Look around you. How many of the people around you right now could become ill at any time? At GlaxoSmithKline, we undertake medical research to develop new drugs for today and tomorrow. We just need you to help us with our clinical trials at our research unit at Clinical Imaging Centre London. You'll be paid for your time and commitment if you take part in a study. So, if you're healthy and aged between 18 and 60, then call us today on 0800 707 6068. That's 0800 707 6068. Help us help people to do more, feel better, live longer. DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC
It's 7.30, I'm Jim Diamond. Two men have been charged with the murder of a former British heavyweight champion boxer in Fulham. James Oyabola was shot outside Chateau Six nightclub in July during a row about smoking. Hopes that a blonde girl photographed in Morocco could be Madeleine McCann appear to have been dashed as British journalists say they tracked the girl down. The girl in the photograph is believed by villagers to be five-year-old Bushra bin Hissa, the daughter of an olive farmer. The McCann spokesman says the reports are disappointing news. A strongly worded statement to the military regime in Burma is expected to be agreed by the UN Security Council tonight. During another day of peaceful pro-democracy protests, the security services left up to five demonstrators dead and clubbed many with batons. The Foreign Office is urging Britons not to travel to Burma at the moment. And Cheryl Cole appears to be the latest pop star heading to the bright lights of Hollywood. According to reports, she's following in the footsteps of Rachel Stevens and chasing an acting career. London's weather, a cool cloudy night with plenty of showers moving eastwards overnight. There'll be heavy downpours in Kent and Essex. Elsewhere, it will be drier. There'll be a low of 8 degrees Celsius. Right now, we have uh, 9 degrees in Westminster. For tomorrow, another cloudy and wet day with more showers. You're with LBC. It's now 7.31. This is Alan Joyce in the LBC 97.3 Travel Centre. So still big delays on the M25 to the north of town going anti-clockwise from Junction 26 at Waltham Abbey to 23 at South Mims following that big accident from earlier on. But all lanes have since reopened there. It's also looking slow clockwise from Junction 21A at St Albans to 23 at South Mims. But there are now two lanes closed on the M40 coming into town from Junction 2 at Beaconsfield to Junction 1A at the M25. Another accident there. The A40 is solid heading out of town from Park Royal through to the Hoover building in Perivale. That's after a burst water main, but again, all lanes have now reopened. The North Circular is slow southbound as a result of those queues from Staples Corner down to Hangar Lane, and it's also busy on the North Circular going eastbound in Southgate where one lane's blocked with a breakdown there. Uh, also delays on the A1, the Goswell Road going away from town in the city and that's because of an accident just before City Road, which has been there for some time as well. And a stack of problems now building on the tubes this evening. The whole of the Circle Line is currently suspended because of a lack of available trains. For the same reason and there are now severe delays on the Hammersmith and City Line and the District Line suspended between Edgware Road and Earls Court. LBC 97.3 Travel. The next update is in 15 minutes. Beautiful, elegant, timeless. Discover country living for the 21st century at Ditton Place in Sussex. Experience Ditton Place for yourself at our open weekend on the 6th and 7th of October. From only £435,000, you can live in the heart of the rolling Sussex countryside, yet be within easy reach of major road, rail and air links. It's the perfect setting in an outstanding location. For country living without compromise, visit dittonplace.com. Okay, crisps for Julie, egg sandwich for Josh, and a coffee for Dad. And I'll see if I can pick up a new career. There's a lot more than usual on offer at the welcome break off Junction 23 of the M25 this Saturday. Visit the RAC's family-friendly roadshow and learn about a career as an RAC patrol and recovery specialist, as well as opportunities with BSM and also windscreens. Everyone's welcome to join the RAC this Saturday off Junction 23 of the M25 from 10 till 4. Bob. Gordon, emergency. My email's down. I know it's Sunday evening. I don't need my IT, Johnny, to tell me that. What do you think I'm doing? I'm trying to send my chef a last-minute change for my menu. If your IT at work breaks down, you want it fixed there and then, whatever time of day it is. With an instant IT breakdown recovery service from BT, you get 24-7 support from one of our UK-based experts. So whatever size your business, you'll be back doing what you do best in no time. 
I don't care if you're having roast chicken with all the trimmings and the stuffing. If you don't sort it out, I'll personally stuff you. Bob. Bob. To find out more about 24-7 expert IT support from BT, visit bt.com slash business. BT, bringing it all together. See website for details. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. 0845 6060973. So who was the second celebrity, Paul? Ah, right, that second one. Yes. I had an agent, um, and I was about the only non-famous person. It was in the 80s on well his book. yes. And he died. So oh. I went to his funeral, and I was, again, there's all these different stars there, and, that, and yeah. they're all being ever so lovey. And the, the amusing thing was that we had a stammering vicar, Uh-oh. and everybody got really upset and was going, God, it's so unprofessional, isn't it? <laughs> unprofessional, yeah, brilliant. It really was brilliant. genuinely saying that. Yeah. And they're all drunk by ten in the morning. Mm. Um, and we went back to his tiny, tiny little house. Yeah. And um, we were there, and a certain bloke who used to be in Doctor Who, he was Doctor Who, yeah. was there with his wife, yeah. and he used to be in something about a vet. But, uh, I know who you're talking about. You know who I'm talking about? It was Peter Davison. Exactly, and his wife. You're right? not, not going to libel Peter Davison now, are you? No, I'm not. I'm okay. going to pick my words very, very, very well, carefully. And we're going we're to all hover over faders and dump buttons as well. Don't, I don't, don't, don't worry be sued about by that, because I will edit what I say, so okay. you don't have to dump it, I promise okay. you. Okay. Well, don't imply anything either. I'll not. Okay. To me, I found him personally... Okay, we're getting close. No, to, uh, my interpretation was that to me, okay. I felt that... Yes. He was not perhaps being as polite as he could be. Okay, so we can say, we can say that you thought you found him a little bit. Okay, we can say that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah we can say that. So I told him to... <laughs> ...off yes, yes. and pass the prawn volivant. You can't say that to someone at a wake. I know, the whole room went really quiet. And um, he did pass the prawn volivants, and I passed them to the woman who asked them for me. Yeah. And I said, there you go. And she said, thank you very much. And then everyone started talking again. So, Paul, you dissed Doctor Who. I dissed Doctor Who. Good lad. Well done, Paul. Thank you for that. There we go. Excellent. I don't, I don't want stories about celebrities being rude, because then we can't, we'll probably get in trouble. But, um, I, I can kind of buy that. Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. So, after me, um, the brushing past, uh, and talking to, as part of a show, some of the girls from Big Brother are not having a clue who they were. Not a clue. And they were all a little bit full of themselves, and, um, and also, apparently, um, I, I spoke to, um, Asha D., He's a he's a uh, rap star from the So Solid crew. Nah. I got twenty one seconds to go. I got twenty one seconds to go. If you let me know when you need the studio, I got twenty one seconds before I gotta go. Can you hear me on the radio? Hold no. Can you hear me on the? Ra- Is that So Solid crew? Is that uh, another group? Anyway, I think it was him. Still no response there. Okay, so I didn't know who these people were. So um, we're asking, have you ever, you know, been brusque with a celebrity? And then someone's gone, you don't, you don't know who that was. And I do genuinely need help on two boring technical things. Uh, my iPod has died, and I've done the resetting thing where you press two buttons and it resets. It's not doing anything. The, at the very, very best, uh, it, it has a, 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 an illuminated um, blank. Oh, that's just reminded me of something. I, I, I tell him it. An illuminated blank screen. And that's it. Uh, so, I, can someone tell me how to fix that? And, um, 
how do I transfer my phone numbers from my old phone memory to my new phone memory? Bearing in mind, I've lost the the cable that connects my old phone to the PC. Because I've got Blackberry Pearl. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, a bit swish. Oh, eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. And we've got fun things to talk about, but we have to sort out the dull things before I'm even going to put the fun things out in, on the radio. I, I'm sorry, Chris. That's the attitude I've taken. You got twenty one seconds to go. If you let me know when you need the studio, I got twenty one seconds before I gotta go. Can you hear me on the radio? Oh no, um, Alex. Hi, Ian. How are you? I'm good. I'm good. I tell you, I'm good. I got I got a present last night from my girlfriend. Uh-huh. Steady. And it is the great. I, I've been after one of these for six years, and my girlfriend got me one. Yes. It is, and it sounds so geeky, but it's brilliant. It, it's brilliant because it's practical. And it's brilliant because it, it turns out it's fun. And I didn't realise it was going to be fun. I thought it was just practical. It's actually fun. She has got me... You know, um... Well, it, it, she's got me one of those lights that you strap around your head. So you've got, like, a, a headband, and on the front is a light. And so what it means is I can read in bed, but without like this... Like a rock climber-type thing. Like a rock climber-type... Caving, caving thing. Caving thing. I'm like a caving smith. And I can read in bed... Without disturb, without having the lamp on, you know, turn, can you turn the lamp off. Well, no, I'm reading. Now I don't need to. Dis- Although I've got to say, this light is incredibly bright. It's LEDs and it's ridiculously bright, so it's, it still illuminates the whole room. But I, I was just spent a lot of last night walking around the house with the lights off and my little headlight on. It's the coolest thing ever. You're not taken by that, Alex. That's okay. I'm That's fine. Sorry. Uh, yeah, I'm. Fine. Yeah. Um, OK, you're stunned, you're stunned, you're stunned into submission, that's good. Well, what did you call up for, Alex? Um, well, my boss's wife is a um, famous TV actress. She's done quite a few primetime things, including Hollyoaks. OK. And, um, it's not Julie Peasgood, is it? Is it? Is it? Did I just guess that? Is it? Is it Julie Peasgood? Is it? Peasgood, Peasgood? He's gone. He's put the phone down. Now, either either I got that right, or he lost his signal. He, I think he was about to... Bo- I think he's bottled out of the story there. Uh, if it, Listen, man, if you want to call back in, Alex... Uh, Chris, try and get him. See whether I whether I stopped him telling a potentially libelous story, or whether... Oh, I've got an email from Alan Joyce. Stop the show. Stop the show. Right, hang on a second. We've got an emergency... Uh, well, hang on, I can do this. We've got an emergency uh, travel thing. Sign now for the latest LBC 97.3 Travel News with me! There is currently no service on the Hammersmith and City Line between Hammersmith and Edgware Road because of a lack of trains. The Central Line is running okay from Shepherd's Bush to Holland Park if you want to use that as an alternative. And that's been emailed to me from Alan Joyce. Yes, alrighty. Um, it's good having a miner's lamp, Philip. Yes, I, yes I, was, I think I've seen them in the 99p shop. Oh, really? Well, this is like, it's, it's, this is LEDs, right? So oh, it's it's top really, of the range. It's, it's, it's top of the range. It's like, it was like 14 quid. And it's it's brilliant. I, was, I just spent all last night just playing. Oh, yeah, it's like a new toy. It, it is a new toy. I kept turning the lights out. Mm. And, and, and I kept turning the lights out and having the light off. Yeah. And she was going, oh, Ian, I'm, I'm getting changed. You put it on and I go, aha. Click and I put. I've, uh, in fact, tomorrow I'll bring it in tomorrow and we'll, we'll do it. Oh, oh wow. and tomorrow I'm flagging this up now. Tomorrow's yeah. show. Yeah. Chris has had a haircut and it's too short and he oh, looks. He? Oh. He, he looks ridiculous. You can see he's going bald. You can see it. Oh. But he's also put too much um, uh, gel in his hair. It looks ridiculous. Oh. And I said, uh, Chris, you don't don't use gel. Don't no. You, don't. No one uses gel anymore. No. You want to go either wax or a paste. So yeah. tomorrow 
He's going to come in. Yes. He is not going to put any product on his hair. Yes. And on one side of his head, I'm going to apply wax. Oh, the right. other side of the head, I'm going to apply paste, and we're going to see which looks oh, the best. Oh, that'd be good. Yeah. Like the old stalk challenge. Yeah, like the old stalk. Uh, did you remember that with, um... Uh, I did that, uh, down at Brighton. Who was the fella who did it? Um, oh. Leslie Crowther. That's it, yes, yeah, you know, yeah. Whose daughter married, um, Phil Lynott. That's right, yeah. yeah. from, uh, Thin Lizzy, yeah. That's right, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've had a weird day. Go on, then. Well, I was in Croydon this morning, uh, got off the train, and there was a giant... First of all, there was a giant-sized Snoopy walking down the street. Uh-oh, you weren't, um... No, no, no. back to the 60s, He had it? a woman with him, and he shook hands. I don't know what he was advertising. And then it got worse. Went down the town hall, because I was going to go on the internet, on the library. Yes. And there was a wedding taking place outside the town hall. Oh, and she never had flowers. No. She had a bunch of carrots. She had a bunch of a carrots? A bunch of carrots. Oh. And, um, <laughs> I, I better clarify what it Bob, was. Bob, Bob, uh, Crazy Bob, Clyde Ball's producer, is, is in the next studio, and he's looked through the glass and gone, what? Yeah. I think that whole of London is screaming, what? Yeah. Well, what it, what it, what it turned out, I, there was a couple of police officers there, you know, there was all the, the uh, wedding guests. Yes. And they said it was, they were filming an advert. Oh, here we go. Yeah, it, I don't know, you know and I, I said, well, what, what, what's it for? He said, oh, soup. Soup. So I presume that all the guests were giving her, you know, uh, tomatoes and things that go in the soup. But she had this, well, you know where the women hold the flowers? What, in the hands? Yes. Yes, I she know. She was holding a load of carrots. I, know, I, I can imagine her holding it. I, I, I went in the... I went in the... I went in the... I know what it looks like for a lady to hold things. I've oh, seen it, that. It was weird. Yeah. And when I... I went and spent about an hour on the internet. When I came out, they were still... She was still there. Oh, blimey. But the carrots had gone. Yeah, and been replaced with... Oh, no, there was nothing there. Whether she'd eaten the carrots. Maybe. So she could see in the dark, I suppose. I like carrots. I used to... Oh, well, yeah. um, years ago, um, when I used to go drinking... Well, I was like, this is when I was about 16, 17, yeah, when I was yeah. 18 years old, ladies and gentlemen, I do apologise there. Yeah. I would take carrots with me to the pub. What was that? I'd just have a munch, because everyone else was smoking, I didn't smoke, so yeah. I'd, I'd have, I'd have a, 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 a... I used to really like carrots, and I'd always carry them around Oh, there. yeah. Always well, have them in my pocket. More carrots. I love carrots. Yeah, I mean, they're not very good for you. Oh, yeah, they, and they do help you see in the dark, that's a fact. Yeah. Mm. As I say, it was, you know, it was strange. Not as much as this all... lamp does. This lamp really helps you see in the dark. Yes? I wonder what else I was going to see. Yes. Did you see anything else? Uh, no. Well, ah. you know, I've got something, you know, I don't want to blow my own trumpet. Because you haven't you got remember one. remember earlier this year? Yes. I won that competition with a date and daily news. Oh, this is a, a newspaper online in America, and you, you had to write a caption yeah. for a cartoon, yeah? Well, I'm in the final four oh, again. Oh, for goodness sakes, Philip. Well, there's about 300 people take part. I'm not going to win it this time, because the... The the uh, the vote at the moment. There's one guy got about twenty votes. I've only got two. Oh, well, no, no, well, well, Philip. Yes. We can change this for you. No, no, no. I don't want any. No, no. I don't want, no, I don't want no. people in Dayton. You know, saying here, here, there's something going who, on in London. Who, Philip? Who cares about Dayton? Was it in Ohio? Who cares? Yeah. yeah so where, I don't know. No, I, 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 no. Tell lis- tell my listener where they where he needs to go. It's www.daytondailynews.com. Hang on, Dayton. Daily News dot com, yeah, and go to click on Mike Peters. Mike Peters, yeah, yeah, I think it's Open Mike. I think it's called or Open something. Open, Open Mike. It's a Peters. competition, and uh, and then we can they, they'll see your entry there. Well, they yeah, I, I suppose I should tell you which is my one. Yeah, yes, please, obviously. yes, please, Philip. We cut out the middleman. So. Yes, we cut it. And what's the picture? Well, it's a picture of this bloke being tied up for a suit, right? Yeah, and the bottom half is invisible. Yeah. So oh, my right. caption was: We cut out the middleman. So. Is it just, li- London? If you do nothing else, worthy oh, no. Of you. no, Philip. I'm Philip. gonna be there and put me on the front page. He is. I'm gonna. It's gonna be. It's gonna be Blue Peter and GMTV oh. all over again. Hey. <laughs> 
Listen, if uh, London, if you do nothing else, oh, no. really I'm fading you down now. And in fact, I'm cutting you off. I urge thee, go to DaytonDailyNews.com, click on Open Mike Peters, and vote for Philip. He's an old man. He deserves it. Now, with the latest and all that guff on the trains, it's, they've run out of trains. They've run out of trains, yes. What, 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 what were they expecting? <laughs> what, 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 they lent some out. Have some gone home early? How does that work? I, I'm not sure how it works. I'll check with Transport for London. Don't sound so miserable. It's your job. <laughs> no, it means I can't get home. Uh, 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 who's here <laughs> after eight? Uh, me. Oh, where's Maggie Doyle? Oh, okay, I'll put in a request for she her. She is coming back, isn't she? Because uh, um, fell in love with her. Not this week. She's not. We got uh, you all week, have we? Yeah. A man who complains that he has to go and talk to London Underground, which is his job. <laughs> <laughs> All right, when you put it like that. Just do it. Get okay. On uh, because of a lack of trains, then, we've got uh, no service at all now on the whole of the Circle and Hammersmith and City lines. Uh, that's just literally coming in from Transport for London now. So, obviously, it's going to cause severe disruption. The district line's also not running between Edgware Road and Earls Court. I'll try and get some more updates on that situation for you this evening. Uh, if you're there and uh, can add your updates as well at any of these stations... Uh, you can phone us on the jam line, 08000 Whopping station's just been closed because of problems with the lifts. Uh, some better news on the Victoria line, though. It won't be suspended early tonight because of the Spurs match taking place at White Hart Lane, which kicks off in around 15 minutes' time. It's been a really busy one on the roads as well. The M25 is still slow anti-clockwise from Junction 25 at the A10 to 23 at South Mims after a crash there earlier on. And there's now a breakdown in the queues, which is blocking one lane as well. The M40 has two lanes closed coming into town between Junction 2 at Beaconsfield and Junction 1A at the M25. 25 with an accident, and the A40 is slow going away from town from Hangar Lane through to the Hoover Building in Perivelle after a burst water main, and that's still causing queues on the North Circular going southbound from Neasden down towards Hangar Lane. LBC 97.3 Travel, your next update. It's in half an hour. Next time you're out shopping and get caught out in a downpour, remember you can check out the latest weather on your mobile phone. Just call 0901 723 6666 and choose weather. Weather. We've still got some further bursts of uh, showery. You can also select to hear news and travel updates. Store 0901 723 into your mobile now and stay in touch with LBC wherever you are, whatever you're doing. Calls cost 35 pence per minute from a BT landline. Other networks and mobile rates may vary. News, weather and travel on the go from LBC. Ding dong, I say. Looking for a new pad to buy or rent in the capital? Then open the right doors with rightmove.co.uk, the UK's number one property website. From renting a studio to buying a muse house, they add a rather impressive 2,500 properties every day. So, if you're hunting for a home to buy or rent in London, open the right doors at rightmove.co.uk for properties with a little more... Ding dong. Exclusively blended Prosecco Roboso Rosé from the hillside vineyards of Veneto. And the bottle is yours, absolutely free, when you spend over £35 on food or drink at M&S until Saturday. This is not just food. This is M&S food. Offer runs Thursday to Saturday. See in-store for details. Selected stores only. Subject to availability. Enjoy wine responsibly. What does your dad mean to you? And how did the big fella influence your life? 
I'm Paul Ross, and all next week with And When Did You Last See Your Father, the new film based on Blake Morrison's best-selling memoir, I want you to tell me your stories about your dad. It could win you a helicopter ride for two across London. If you've got something to say about your dad, log on now to lbc.co.uk and listen to Paul Ross weekday afternoons from four next week. If our purpose on this earth is to leave it a better place for our children, we haven't got badly. And When Did You Last See Your Father, the fantastic new film starring two of our country's finest actors, Jim Broadbent and Colin Firth, out Friday the 5th of October with LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Now, we saw a good film today, didn't we? We went to the pictures today, didn't we, Chris? Yeah. Tell, tell London what we saw. We saw a documentary well, film. Well, it wasn't a documentary. It was a film. We saw a film. It was a movie. It wasn't a docu- documentary. means it's like got actual footage and re- that wasn't the real man. It's just it. a bit of footage. Yeah, but it's not a documentary, it's a film. Okay, we saw a film. Yes. About Mark Chapman. What was it called? You don't know. I, this is what I knew you wouldn't know what it was called. The Killing of John Lennon. Yeah. Yeah. It was good, wasn't it? It was very good. It was good. A bit, bit too long. Oh, well... It was an hour and 45 minutes, that's too long. But if they cut it down, we wouldn't have seen the end. Well, they could have, no, they could have cut a bit out of the beginning, because I thought that all that bits of him going mad and all the... the cl- lots of close-up on the eyes. Lots yeah. of psychedelic him talking to his wife with well, that's an independent film, and so they're being creative. They're exactly, independent and creative. Uh, a little bit, bit... But it was good, though. Yeah. I enjoyed it. Anyway, wow, you could win a whole host of prizes. Not connected with that film at all. Uh, including an MP3 player, a luxury night out in London... A day of complete pampering or a weekend away to a great European city for the next two weeks on LBC 97.3. Uh, the Big Quit is on to help you kick the smoking habit. Each day will give you a tip to help you quit. Sorry, I had st- st- trouble reading that sentence. Each day will give you a tip to help you quit. Uh, all you'll do is answer a simple question, text your answer, and you could be a winner. The Big Quit and London's LBC 97.3 supporting you in your quest for a smoke free life. Now, Earlier on, we're talking to uh, uh, Alex. Uh, Alex, was it Julie Peasgood? I'm, I'm not going to answer any questions about any names. Okay, but so it was. It wasn't Julie Peasgood then. No comment. But, no, but then, then, no, the fact that you've said no comment means it could be. Which means if you're uh, going to say, I'm going to say no comment to any name. Okay, but the fact that you said no comment implies it could be. And if you're going to say anything even it vaguely, could be anybody who's on the television. Start the story, but we're going to hover, and I, I doubt you'll get to finish it. Okay, fine. Um, Yes, she, she's been she's been married to my boss for about two years now, I think, maybe yeah. a bit longer. Yeah. Uh, and I'd known her for about a year before. Oh, right, together. nice one, yeah. And um, just having working from doing the kind of work that I do, I do like bits and pieces away from the office. Yeah. You know, like um, oh. moving, lifting, that kind of yeah. thing, driving. Yeah. And I'd been talking to her for about a year oh, before right. I even had a clue that she was somebody famous. Someone famous, yeah. And um, she was out with some. I was out with her one day and she was talking to a couple of girls and uh, I got around to asking her who were they then. And she goes, um, I've never met them before. They'd seen me off the television. And I was like, oh, okay. Still having no idea who yeah, she was. Yeah. And um, I didn't really know how to uh, get around to saying that I didn't know who she was other than uh, <laughs> say that I don't watch an awful lot of that type of rubbish on the television. I don't think that went down with Did me. You, well, you, hang on, you told her that the stuff she was in was rubbish? Well, it's, um, yeah, it's the kind of television I don't really watch. Soap yeah. operas and... Um, yes. Serials that aren't documentaries, that kind of thing. Serial, yes, that aren't documentaries. Yeah, Hollyoaks type of things. Yes. Was it Julie Peasgood? Hmm? Yeah, okay, well, Alex... Oh, I, don't, I don't know who Julie Peasgood is, I'm sorry. Okay, I'm, I'm, well, Alex, thank you for that. No, I just thought I'd share that with you. Okay, well, I, I'm not quite sure what you shared, because it weren't much of a story, I'll be honest with you. It weren't, weren't worth getting in back for. 
Chris, put better stories through. The, the, the reason we're talking about celebrity, I don't, I don't want your, just your celebrity stories. Uh, have you ever uh, had a row with, bumped into, uh, had a conversation, sold something to a celebrity, and then not known who they were? And then a bit later, someone's got, hey, but did you, uh, did you not know who that was? Oh, eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Joanna's in Gerard's Cross. Hello. Hello, Joanna. Oh, I nearly fell asleep there, waiting. Yeah, and me too. Well, what, now, you could, can you help me with my iPod? Let me get my iPod out. Well, actually, first of all... Yes? Your light on your head. Oh, it's good, isn't it? It's fantastic. I used to wear one of those yeah. when I used to do casualty mock-ups at work. We used to do what? Casualty mock-ups. Oh. I used to work in occupational health and doing um, first aid in nasty places. Oh, so th- we were talking about these last week, about the, 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 the fake emergency situations. Ah, I how, didn't hear that on the programme. How do I get to be a volunteer to be a, 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 a Burns victim? <laughs> Seriously, me and Chris <laughs> want to do it. And then fall asleep. Easy. No, I don't want to do it for real. We want to be oh. f- for a mock-up one. Oh, hang on. What, what is going on? What, what are you doing? <laughs> just going to pick my daughter up from swimming. Okay. Um, but, but those yeah. lights are good, aren't they? Yeah, they are fantastic. But yeah. I did bring some home from work yeah. but to wear at home, yeah. and everybody thought I was stark raving bonkers. I don't want to get too, too fruity, because you have young ears listening, but um, I, I, I can imagine that two people wearing those lights in, <laughs> in the bedroom and nothing else, that would be, that would be fun, wouldn't it? It could be fun, but you would have trouble kissing. Ah, kissing, schmissing, that's for girls. Oh, anyway, Joanna, can you fix my iPod? Well, no, actually, I oh. can't, but oh. I'm going to hand you over to my son, who can. OK, excellent stuff. OK, hold on. OK. Hi. Hey, Joanna, son, what's your name? Uh, Edward. Edward, OK, can you fix the iPod? Yes, um, you know when you go into iTunes... Oh, yes. ...and um, you, there's an option of clicking onto the iP- iP- iPod... Yeah. Um, ...and there's an option to... Um, uh, restore the iPod. Oh, yes, yes, yes. You click restore yeah. and then click OK. Yeah. You have to wait for about 15 minutes, half an hour, maybe less. Right. And then um, after that, you unplug your iPod. Yeah. And then it should come back on. And if it doesn't, you have to try that two button. Because um... I've done the two, but do you know what I'm talking about, though? Where it, the, the screen is it, it's lit up, but it's completely yeah. blank. Yes. As I do, yeah. But after mm. you restore it, yeah. if it doesn't come back on, you have to try the the two buttons then again. Does, has this happened to you? Uh, yes, and I've done and I've done it, and it, it worked. It worked. Well, may God bless you for that information. Hopefully that work. I shall announce tomorrow on the wireless whether that's worked. Thanks very much for that. That's okay. Cheers, boss. There we go. Thank you. Thank you. Bye-bye. Thanks, Joanna. Bye-bye. Well, there we go. We, 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 all we need now is to sort out the phone, and I can start putting the fun topics out. Uh, 0845 Oh, you know that boss of mine I'm always moaning about? Oh, yeah. He's only gone and given me a pay rise. (gasps) Oh, so this is on you then. (laughs) Tax credits are flexible and adapt to changes in your life. So if you've got some news, like getting a pay rise, share it with us. That way, we can make sure you know where you stand with your payments. Tax credits from Revenue and Customs. Give us a call on 0845 300 3900. So you're saying that I can buy a stunning ski apartment in Belplan in the French Alps for under £100,000? With 3.25% rental return guaranteed for nine years. It just gets better. Alpine Homes present Le Centure Residences and Spa, a stunning development of leaseback apartments in the world-famous Paradis Ski area. With prices from just £99,000, this fantastic investment opportunity offers high-altitude skiing at over 2,000 metres. The Centure Residences and Spa will provide fully furnished ski-in, ski-out apartments for pleasure and profit, with a guaranteed rental return of 3.25% for nine years. 
The Saltur Residences and Spa is being marketed by Savills, and you're invited to our open evening on Tuesday the 2nd of October between 5.30 and 8pm at Savills, 20 Grosvenor Hill, just off Berkeley Square. For more information, visit alpinehomesintl.com. That's alpinehomesintl.com. Or call now on 020-7016-3740. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Mm. Okay, look, someone's just emailed in. Ian, I can't find Philip on the Dayton Daily News site. Okay, well, uh, I've got strict instructions for how to get there, thanks to uh, uh, Clark. Um, you go uh, onto the Dayton uh, Daily News.com, then you go to Blogs and Opinions, and then Open Mic. It's there. So Blogs and Opinions, then Open Mic, and it's there. David! Ian, hi, mate. Yeah, what can I do for you, sir? You were talking Blackberries, weren't you? I bought a Blackberry Pearl. You've gone and got Pearl. Well, I'm talking to you my pearl now, and it, it is doable. I'm going to slightly preface by saying what I've done by saying that my IT guy oh. helps me out. Because what I've got at the moments, I've got a Siemens that's yep. kind of half BlackBerry, and mm -hmm. I need to get all of the numbers off of that into my, my BlackBerry Pearl. Seems to me the way you go is yeah. you connect your, your Siemens up to your PC and download all that in your PC suite. Okay. And then when you connect your BlackBerry up, it yeah. will automatically sync up and upload all the phone numbers. That's oh, what happened with mine. Really? Yeah, so I've, you don't do it phone to phone or via SIM, yeah. which is the route I was trying to go. Yeah, you go yeah. through your PC. I've, I've I've lost the lead that connects the blooming Siemens to the f to the computer. Then you could possibly be buggered. <laughs> well, David, <laughs> well, David, thanks thanks for the technical help. Well, yeah, but it is wicked. Okay, and, and is it good? Because it, it's, it's, it's all the emails doing everything. It's just a piece of art. It really is. Because it's it's got a, it, the reason I have got this one is it's got a camera on it. I've I've never had a phone that had a camera. Right. The bad news is the camera's pants. Oh. But, but I mean, it's all... I don't want to take, you know, works of art. I just want little snapshots. So well, you won't be taking works of art, I can guarantee you. Oh, really? Is it... Yeah. It, it, it's the downside. I mean, from oh. a like, point of view, just keeping up with emails oh, and all that, it's brilliant. I've seen a reason. I've seen a reason I spent 270... 270 quid. Oh, you get out of it. 270? Yeah, that's... Mobile gave me mine. Well, T-Mobile won't give me mine. Ah. Never mind. Well, David, listen, thank well, you for that. It does work. Yeah, PC. Go PC. Cheers, boss. I will do that. I will get, I will get, I'll probably get a lead off eBay or something. Anyway, we've done that now. Thank you very much to everyone who answered that. So, what are we doing in the next hour? Still more celebs you didn't notice. The phenomenon of brain freeze, because I, I had brain freeze. Well, I'll tell you how many times I had brain freeze in one drink today. Uh, and also, there were people outside eating their food today in London. What was that about? It's the first day of winter, for God's sakes. On 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC At 8, new Maddie Lee doubtful Two men arrested over boxers murder in Fulham and London's lifeboats out on the Thames. It's 8 o'clock, I'm Sam Pittis. It seems the latest potential sighting of Madeleine McCann isn't the missing four-year-old. It's now understood that a young blonde-haired girl photographed by a tourist in Morocco has been identified as a local farmer's daughter. The McCann family's spokesman Clarence Mitchell says it's a disappointing development. As I was saying from the moment this uh, picture first surfaced, we did urge caution with this. We have unfortunately, sadly, been here before with all of the previous sightings, all of them very well-intentioned uh, reports. Two men have been charged with the murder of heavyweight boxer James Oyabola in Fulham. The men are accused of shooting the former champion after a row over smoking at the Chateau Six nightclub in Fulham Road. 19-year-old Rennie McCoy from Marmion Road in Clapham and 22-year-old Kanyanta Malenge from Tildesley Road in Putney will appear at West London Magistrates Court tomorrow. 
Police say nearly half of black-on-black gun crime victims refuse to help police investigations. A senior officer in the Met Police's Operation Trident says a lack of confidence in them and fear of reprisals leads to many victims refusing to answer officers' questions. The UN Security Council is meeting to discuss the crisis in Burma. A strongly worded statement is likely to be the result, while it's understood a UN special envoy will also be sent to see regime leaders. A record £2 million fine has been given to GMTV from the media watchdog Ofcom over its phone-in competitions. Millions of viewers who entered had no chance of winning as winners were selected before the lines closed. And there's a demonstration down on the Thames of London's lifeboat operators in action. They're trying to raise money to pay for the service. And Wayne Bellamy, RNLI station manager at Chiswick, has told LBC they're busier than you might think in our city. The norm is there either individuals, possibly in boats, possibly people who've been on the towpath, who have fallen in or who have been a victim of a crime. They could be boats that have caught on fire, who've ran out of fuel or who are sinking for another, uh, some other means. All of our calls, all of the incidents, uh, ultimately have a, a, a risk to life in them. Chelsea are at Hull in the third round of the Carling Cup and all the talk in the build-up's been about their manager. Chelsea have denied offering Marco van Basten the chance to replace Avram Grant, who lost his opening match at Manchester United. Elsewhere in London, Tottenham host Middlesbrough, West Ham, welcome Plymouth and Fulham are taking on Bolton. Now, if you're away from your radio and want to stay in touch with the latest news, weather and travel, you can call 0901 723 Calls cost 35 pence a minute from a BT landline. Other networks and mobile rates may vary. And London's travel on the tube there is no service at all on the Circle and Hammersmith and City lines because of a lack of available trains. And London's weather will cool and cloudy with uh, plenty of showers. They'll move eastwards overnight. Heavy rain into Kent and Sussex. It will become drier elsewhere with a minimum temperature of 8 Celsius, currently 11 degrees in Shepherd's Bush. This is LBC. It's 8.03. Remember, there's a new way to call London's biggest conversation. Our new number is 0845-6060-973. So, store it in your phone now for when you next want to take part in one of your favourite shows on LBC 97.3. Throughout my life, I've shown an amazing ability to learn, to develop new skills as new challenges are put in front of me. What I am is a learning machine. It's in my DNA. I just can't help myself. So now, as I go forward into a future where the majority of jobs will need better skills than most people have today, I should remind myself, actually, I'm quite good at learning. A better future is within our grasp. To find out how to grab it with both hands by improving your skills, call 0800 011 3030. Our future, it's in our hands. C97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good evening. This is Ian Lee. Ladies and gentlemen, this surely is. Can't get any worse, can it? I'm Tommy Boyd. No, what? Huh? 0845 973 It's a new phone number. It'll take a bit of, bit of time for us all to get used to, I suppose, really. But we will. We've solved the iPod and we've solved the phone, so. Thanks. We can move on. It's, I, 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 I know it's always um, annoying when the presenter hijacks the show for his own but I don't, I don't care. Sometimes you have to do these things. Right, so we'll carry on celebrities you didn't notice were celebrities, but also, what, how the hell does brain freeze work? I was, uh, went to McDonald's today. Me and Chris had lunch at McDonald's. It was nice. We had like a date. We went and saw a film. Then we went out to McDonald's. I would have gone to Mildred's or something, but you would hate it in Mildred's, Chris. You'd hate it. 
In where? Mildred's. What's that? It's a really nice vegetarian restaurant. But you would have hated it. The only reason I didn't make us go there is because that film went on for so long. And if it had been briefer, I would have taken, I would have forced you to go there, and you'd have eaten good, decent food. I don't need good, decent food. Well, okay. Well, we had a McDonald's, and I, I think I had a fish burger. I don't know what it was. Well, I don't. I'm not sure it was a veggie burger. I think I had a fish burger. Doesn't really matter. I, I, I couldn't tell. Anyway, I also had a, 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 a Rollo, not Rollo. What are they called Rollos? Rollo. Who is Rollo? King Rollo. Do you remember King Rollo? Who? Yeah, you're probably too young. So, I had a Rolo milkshake, and it was the, the just, it was the big one, and it was just the most delicious thing. I had strawberry. Yeah. It was the most delicious thing I've ever, ever had in my life. So I was just, <laughs> I was slurping this um, Rolo milkshake. You just, had extra large. I had extra, was it extra large? Yeah. I, mean, I wonder where I got that. Where's that come from? Where, from there. I was slurping, I'm not going to the gym on Friday, I booked a gym session, I'm not going now. I was slurping this down, slurping it down, and I'd have like two or three really big mouthfuls, and then I'd get the worst ice cream head headache ever. Just the worst. And I'd just sit there with my head, ah, pushing my eyes in and rubbing my head. It's embarrassing. It, well, I, well, I didn't care. And then I, as soon, I don't care. As soon as it went, I'd just have another one. And I ended up, I said, was it nine? Ice cream headaches in one milkshake? I counted at least seven. I was, I, I, it was between seven and nine. May, I may be exaggerating. Let's say eight. Eight ice cream brain freezes headaches uh, in one milk. Now, that has got to be a record, hasn't it? No one can, no one can beat that in London. 0845 973 If you think you can beat that, I don't think you can. Suman, can you beat that? Oh, I didn't realise there was such a thing as ice cream brain freeze. You've never I had, had them, but I didn't know it was like other people had them as well. Oh, so you thought, hang on, you, you, you had them, but you didn't know they existed? Well, I didn't know that other people had them as well. What? I thought I was just weird, what? which you, I am. You are weird, you don't understand Lost. I'm nearly at the end of series two of Lost. Oh dear, well, I've I'm, watched all three. Well, I've, I've watched all three, but I'm watching it for the first time with my girlfriend, she's not seen it. Are you watching it because you couldn't understand it? And you no, I understood it. it. I, underst I understand it better than you ever could. Yeah. So you, the brain freeze mm -hmm. is a is a known scientific phenomenon. And it's to do. We've met, well, I think we've got the reason of what it is before. I think it's to do with like the, the, it thins your blood or it thickens you. It does. Say, it would. Th it would thick. If it freezes, it would thin. It. What are you going on about, man? The blood. It thins the blood in your yeah. temples or thickens it, and that gives you the uh, headache. It has to thicken it because. A heat thins the blood. No, heat thickens the blood. If you heat a liquid, this is science, if you heat a liquid, it yeah. gets... Well, it gets wider. Think. No, it gets wider. Because it evaporates. about water. What happens to water It spreads. It? it gets wider. Because it spreads. It, it takes up more. It takes up more space. It. it takes up more space. If you freeze water, it shrinks. Oh, for God's sake. Or does it freeze? No, it gets bigger because things crack. There's physics... If, if you put um, if you put a can of coke in the freezer, it cracks open, doesn't it? For God's sake. So it the ice cream, the what it does, right? Yeah, whatever you whatever you say, Ian. Okay, well, what I'm saying is the ice cream uh, yeah. freezes the blood. Yeah. Have you named your niece yet? No, I haven't. Okay. It's not well, my responsibility. You're just not telling us because you want to tell your family first. No, well, I don't. I'm not going to name my niece, am I? I mean, you could do. You're the uncle. Well, oh, no, I couldn't. It's, I think that's down to the, res the responsibility of the parents. Yeah, but the parents, they, you know, if if they really like the, they've named people, her. They might name her Ianla. Yan Yanla. Ianla. I Y A N. Well, they're not going to. They're, they're not going to name her that, are they? Okay. Don't, yes. But right. do you know? Can you help me with this 
this dilemma? Probably not, but let's have a go. Okay, I got this autograph from this man yeah. at the Harrow Cinema. Maybe he's listening. Oh, I've got to say, I had the, the best... If he's listening, Ian, the best cab driver... I've, it, was, it wasn't black cab. The best cab driver, car driver I've ever had in my life, right? Yeah. It, the man, it, it was a, so much so that on the way back... He was playing like his Beyonce remixes and um, the um, the Umbrella Lady remix, and I was in the back of the car and we were singing mm. Umbrella Ella La. I don't even like that song, and I was singing it. He, uh, so I Ian, had, the, the I coolest, had the best cab driver because he no, didn't. he didn't charge us more because we only had twenty pounds because we were going to Paris, and he dropped oh. us to Waterloo, okay. and he just charged twenty pounds. He said that's okay. Oh well, brilliant. Now let's get on to your your boring story. Okay. So this guy, right, he's a grandfather. He had his grandson, and he came to watch Harry Potter. So I got his autograph, because I know he's famous. Who? But I don't know who he is. He used to be on the telly in the 80s all the time, like in all those crappy shows, like Give Us a Clue and stuff. Lionel Blair? No, his name begins with B, because I've got his autograph. Bernie Winters? Huh? Bernie Winters? Um... Well, so you've got your autograph, you can't... C. You There's can't... a big B for the first name and a big C for the... Bernard Cribbins. Name. Who? Bernard Cribbins. Do you have... it be Leonard when it's B? Because it's... I said Bernard. Is he got... Did he have white hair and a moustache? Yeah. It's Bernard Cribbins. Is it? Or it says Barry something. Well, that's... <laughs> Why are you telling... Why are you eking this information out? Why don't you just give it's me... It's not long enough for a Bernard, that's why. Barry Norman. It's two short words. Maybe Barry Court or something like that. Oh... Oh, is it, it could be Barry Court. Oh, is that, like, is that a known celebrity? Yeah, well, yeah, Barry Court, yeah, of course. Oh, okay. Yeah, he used to be on, like, uh, he used to be on, like, um, Call My Bluff and, um... Yeah, 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 yeah. Give Us a Clue and all of that stuff. Yeah, Barry Court. Oh, yeah, okay, because yeah. everyone asking me, who's he? And I was like, oh, yeah. Barry Court. Later, yeah. Yeah. Really later. And then I got this other autograph yeah, from this guy. Yeah. He was Danny DeVito, right? I got it at Brent Cross. But when I looked at the autograph, <laughs> it was Bob... Something. Bob Hoskins. That's it. <laughs> so I'm getting all these autographs from these people, yeah. but I don't know who they are. But you actually got a, you got a genuine Barry Court autograph, did you? I have. Hang on a second. Line. Oh, do, do, do you want to put line four through, Chris? If I muffed it up now, I can. I'll just cut them off. Oh, great. Yeah, yeah, yeah Neil. Hello. Yeah, you want to talk to Suman? I do. Yeah, about Barry uh, Barry Court. No, it's not Barry Court. It's Barry Cryer. Oh right. Okay. Cryer. Very uh, Cryer. Oh, it could... He's it, got white hair and a tash, and he used to do... Do you remember that... that he, hasn't um, got, he hasn't got a tash. Did he... Are you sure it's not Barry Court, Neil? No, it wasn't Barry Court. Okay, well... Uh, Barry Cryer. Okay, well, 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 thank you for that. Let's just... Uh, I think we can go to line... Uh, line... Uh, uh, two. Is line two there? Is there... Would, let's just try... Yeah, line, line four? Hello? Yes? It's Barry Cryer, because he lives in the avenue in Hatton. Okay, well, thanks very much, lovely. Okay, let's try um, this one. Should we go to that one? Uh, yeah, line two. Hello, is that me? Is, you, uh, yes. <laughs> it's Barry from Walford. No, I think it's well, Barry Cryer. Barry, silly Barry. I think it's Barry. I, I met Barry Court um, some years back at a summer fete. Yes. He's much taller than you'd expect. Uh, he looks so short on television. Doesn't he just? But he was ever so witty. It's Isn't it remarkable how he made a career despite the problem with his hand? Well that, well, that was very sad, what happened to his hand. I feel sorry but, for his wife. Well she, well, she famously came out and said about it, didn't she, Mrs Court? Yes. Um, was, it Lindsay, was it Lindsay Court? Was that his Lindsay wife? Court. No, um, Leslie Court. Leslie Court, that was it, yeah. Leslie Court. Really pretty, and she was really kind and sweet. 
That's it. That that sounds like well, apart from her leg, she she's put a brave face on it. Well, do you, I, I, the thing is, I was quite quite young when the whole leg thing happened. But even like, I was about seven or eight. But I remember my mum crying. Well, Ian, look, we don't even want to go there because no. what Barry Court has had, has had to put up with, you know, he's been a strong man. He stood on two. Well, he she couldn't stand up. I tell you what, Barry, I got I I have got at home somewhere. I've got um, Barry Court made an album. Oh. Is it the, the, the one with the flowers? It is the one with the flowers. It is the one of the... Uh, I don't think you can get it on CD anywhere. It's one is of it the... Flower Me Butty Butty? Flower Me Butty Butty. It was, a, it was a 70s thing, wasn't it, that it, he'd done in Belgium? It was, Flower. Flower Me Butty Butty. Flower Me Butty Butty. Flower Me Butty Butty. And he was so... Long. <laughs> when the... When they got together with Lionel Blair, weren't they? <laughs> weren't they? Because I, I, I don't, I'm not a massive fan of Lionel Blair. But when he, when you, oh, you pair yeah. him up with Court, he's a bit funny. Blair and Court, because you know, they did that film, didn't they? Of course they did. Um, uh, what was it? Something <laughs> to do with Milkman, was it? it was the, the milk round. The milk round, it's was it? Milk round. Yeah, it's, it's a milk, milk round. round. The milk goes round and round, round on and the round milk round. round. Yeah, I wasn't so keen on that one. But, I, I uh, loved it. They, I, I loved it. <laughs> Weren't they a lovely partner? They were great. Of course, there was that. Well, look, I won't go into it, but if any of your callers have got any bad court memorabilia, I'll take it off your hands. Well, I tell you what, we'll dedicate the rest of the show to Barry Court. Barry, uh, if you're out there, mate, give us a call. Well, we... well, with your one good hand, give yes. us a call, yes. <laughs> well, Barry, thank you for that. Well, I wasn't going to talk about that, but perhaps I'll phone again another day. Here's to you, Barry Cork. No, no. Seven. Yeah. I hope that clears everything up for you. Huh? Yes. It's the travel news now. It's Alan Joyce. And we're still looking at massive problems on the tubes this evening because of a lack of available trains. It means there's no service at all on the whole of the Circle and Hammersmith and City lines. Just awaiting an update from Transport for London as to whether there may be a service later on this evening. But uh, no sign of it changing at the moment anyway. Uh, the district line's not running either between Edgware Road and Earls Court. Now for a different reason, Wapping Station on the East London line is closed because of problems with the lifts. The Victoria line though won't be suspended early tonight as it usually is and that's because because of the Spurs match taking place at White Hart Lane. At least the overground trains are running on time at the moment. Now, if you're heading onto the roads, the M40 has two lanes closed coming into town from Junction 2 at Beaconsfield to Junction 1A at the M25. That's because of an accident, but at this time of the evening, it's not causing too much of a problem because there are still two lanes open. The M25 is slow anti-clockwise from 26 to 24. That's Waltham Abbey to Potter's Bar, partly after an accident earlier, but there's since been a breakdown there as well. And Turnpike Lane is still closed in both directions between Alexandra Road and Turnpike Lane Tube Station, and that's after a burst water main. LBC 97.3 Travel. The next update is in half an hour. Out of the early morning mist, my ship was attacked by pirates. My baby was kept alive in a Tesco's bag. I've been married for two and a half years, and I met my wife two weeks ago. You couldn't make me up. With Nick Ferrari at breakfast. All this week at 10 to 9. LBC 97.3. If you're thinking of surrendering an endowment policy, you could score more by selling through AAP. Call our winning team on 08450731960. If you've recently set up in business, think of all the ways it could benefit from a £20,000 injection. 
Register your business at lbc.co.uk today and you could enter a competition to win £20,000 with James Max, courtesy of Lloyd's TSB, the number one bank for business startups. Conditions apply. The £20,000 business competition with James Max. Sunday afternoon from 5 with Lloyd's TSB for the journey and LBC 97.3. LBC 97.3 Ian, Ian Lee's Good, Good Evening What a surprise There's football on again Why have I got the football slot? Why can't I have like the hockey slot or the net There's football on Anyway Oh wait, four five six zero six zero nine seven three. What that means is if you call up now There's a darn good chance you'll get on the air mm. So um, where, where are we? Celebrities that you've, you, you've uh, seen, you maybe been rude to, maybe you've been very pleasant to, but didn't realise they were celebrities. Uh, brain freeze. Can anyone beat... Uh, well, well, we'll call it eight brain freezes that I had. I, there may have been nine, but I was very, very confused by the end. I had eight brain freezes uh, eating, drinking, you, you, slurping. A McDonald's Rolo milkshake. Mm-mm. It was the tastiest thing I've ever had. It was tasty, man. 08456060973 is the phone number. Now, also, I was in town today and it was flipping freezing. It was winter. It's, pr- it's the first day of winter officially today. Um, I think we've got a bell. Is it, where's the um, where's the sound effect for that? We're supposed to play this when it's the first day of uh, a new season. Hang on a second. My computer is in a different place. So, um... oh, here it is. Okay, so it's the first day of winter today, and uh, people were walking around wearing thick coats and scarves. And, uh, well, I say gloves, I didn't see any gloves. I was just wearing a T-shirt and a jumper, and it was freezing. Tomorrow I'm wearing a thick coat if I go into... I'm not going into town, I'm going to Slough. Take my mum's violent cat to the vet. Anyway. Uh, but there were people uh, on Great Titchfield Street, at least, out, sitting outside restaurants at, like, f- five in the afternoon. It had just been raining, I think. It was grey, overcast, freezing cold... Really bitter, but people were sat out there in like shirts having the. What was that all about, Chris? You look like you want to say something. Do it. You had goose pimples. I thought it would be something useful and constructive. It wasn't. So, if if anybody has sat outside today and eaten a meal, what the hell were you doing, you weirdos? It's winter. <laughs> Paul, you weren't sitting outside eating today, were you? Well, it was. Were you? Yeah, at home, though. Not in Great Titchfield Street, home of all the media boys. So where were you... What, what do you mean? That you eat what? In your garden? Correct. Why? I do like people who say correct. I, I like people who say correct. You weren't in the military, were you? <laughs> no, certainly wasn't. Copper? No. Teacher? No. Racing car driver? Yes. Were you? I've been... Can I get on to my story now? Please, please do, Paul. I, I can understand. I, I understand you're sensitive around spontaneous conversation, and uh, aren't we all in this day and age? So we'll get to your your rehearsed bit. Let's have it. <laughs> yeah. Um, one quick question though, before I kick this. Oh. I missed the bit about your iPod, and my iPod's just given up the ghost as you were speaking. Which two buttons do you press to get it up? Oh, well, to, to get it, well, what's happened to your iPod? Can you tell me tell me the symptoms, please, Paul? Yeah, it just scrolls through the various menus. Okay. Like goes on, like what you need goes to do, is it one of the the newer iPods? It's iPod Nano. Right, well, I think what you do is, um, it, it, it's, it's one of two things. You either press the, the play and the menu button at the same time, or you press the, the, the circle in the middle of the menu button. Fine, I'll do that. And right. you hold it for about ten seconds, and that should do it. 
Fine. There we go. I had to t- get I'll my give go. I'll give you an update as we go through. Please do. Paul. Anyway, yes. story. Are you um, doing it? Are you doing it now? Yes. Oh, look at that. It's worked. Is it worked? Oh, yes. Come on. <laughs> Thank, Thank you. you. No, you're welcome. Right. Story. Um, yes. Wandered off into um, a gym in London. I can't tell you which one it was. No. Because um, I kind of sloped down there without being a member and got changed. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Hey, whoa. How do you slope down there without being a member? Is it like a, a hole in the fence at the back? No, it's, it's part of a bigger okay. hotel. Good lad. So I wandered on down. Only other one other person in the gym. Yeah. A woman sat next to me on, well, I sat next to her on one of the bikes and she was blackbring away and there was a woman sat next to her kind of taking phone calls. Yeah. And it's a bit rude to stare and she was especially tidy looking and quite nice looking but I thought I won't stare across. Delicious. Got cy- yeah, she was. Got cycling next to her. Looked across, thought I'll try and catch up. She was on four and a half miles, I was on about three. Yeah, kind of. Finally put a spurt on towards the end and she got off. I said, oh, you could have slowed down a bit. I was trying to catch you up and she just smiled and said something. Yeah. Then she went on to one of the two running stations. I finished my bit. Started jogging on the running station next to her. Oh, so then you were, you were kind of sleezing over her a little bit. I was stalking around the gym, yeah. Oh, okay, good lad. Well, no, not good. Two stations. Yeah, it was yeah. good. And her music was playing really loud from her earphones, so no wonder she wasn't talking to me. So yeah. I, I caught her eye and said, who's that playing? She said, me. And I stupidly said, uh, well, who's me? Is that a new band? And took a good look at her, and she kind of looked at me as if I was about an inch tall, and it was Madonna. Oh, you were... Oh, dear, oh, dear. Nice. Mm. Who's me? A new band? What a fantastic... What was she doing? What was she doing listening to herself? As she said, it was a present from her manager who'd remixed the track for her, which seems oh. fair enough. Yeah, I, I guess so. But does she look tidy, or does she look a bit, um... Say, say carefully, sitting so it's muscular. She was on the gaunt side of fit. Because do you remember when she did all that sex stuff in like the sort of early nineties, where she did a sex book and a sex film and stuff? Yeah, she was very well dressed, mm. completely, completely covered from head to toe, but a really toned figure. Well, Paul, listen, thank you for that. I'm glad we got the story. I'm glad we got the iPod working. Me too. Cheers, yeah. fella. Bye bye. There we go. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Yes, Madonna. I, you, you know, about sixteen years ago, I would have. Now I wouldn't go near. Wouldn't go near, no. You wouldn't, would you, Chris? Yeah, she's really nice. No, she's not. She is. No, she's not. She looks all muscular and... She looks like, um... Uh, the, you know, the, the the neck of a turkey? Her whole skin is, is similar to that, I think. It's just toned. That's not toned. Toned is good. I'm only talking to you because we're a bit light on calls. We've got Giles, though. Oh, nice one, Giles. Hello. Hello, sir, what can I do for you? I'm just worrying that you're light on calls. Normally you're so busy. Well, it, it's football and maybe other things. Who knows? Oh, right. Well, okay. I'm not watching football. Oh, good, well, good. Don't. Anyway, uh, yeah. Oh, now your brain freeze. Oh, I had eight. Oh, I, can't, I can't do eight, but I think the one that I had could be like having a hundred all in one go. Go on then. Okay, I was doing an event back in 2002. Yeah. Called Tough Guy. Tough Guy. Well, oh, oh yes. There's listeners out there. They'll recognise it. Well, what is Tough Guy? It's uh, an endurance race yeah. um, over nine cross-country miles. Oh yeah, dirty! You get you get a big assault course thrown in for fun. Excellent. And it's put together by lunatics. Sign me up. Sign me up. I'm doing it. You have to sign a death warrant before you do it. Good lad. It. It's great. Yeah. So I did this thing, and uh, they have all the crawling things and burning bales of hay and. Oh, well, hang on, there are burning bales of hay. Burning bales of hay that you have to jump over, oh. uh, floating over freezing cold water. Sweet. Don't know how they get that going? Great. Barbed wire, you have to crawl through. Oh. Fences. I'm I'm busy that day, actually. Are you, are you sure? Yes, I'm, I remember now. I am busy that day. Yes, oh, thank you. Should be. Yes. And then they have these freezing cold. It's in January. Free. Well, they're frozen lakes that you have to. 
go into, and they've got this underground tunnel thing in one of the lakes, and yeah. they actually break the ice. Well, hang on, just looking at the, 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 the front page of the Tough Guy website, Two, 2008, the year of the bended arm for the pillow, <laughs> what does that mean? I did year of the brave heart. <laughs> okay, well, okay, it looks, oh, it looks terrifying, it's, it's, all right. It's mad, it is actually... Those who dare enter, oh, yeah. look at that. Yeah. It's stupid. Really. What is Tough Guy? It's the original survival ordeal, a test of physical and mental endurance designed to take you beyond your limits on torture rack obstacles known as the killing fields, the following one. a wild terrain warm-up. It's yeah. held annually in the last Sunday in January and July. Oh, man alive. It's, well, the July one's called Nettle Warrior, but I think that's a bit for the... It's not for Oh, there's, there's uh, two pairs of uh, bare buttocks there. Oh, anyway, go on, carry on. Anyway, yeah, so uh, we get to this little bit, and I'm looking around, and, I, and I, I've got on a bit of, you know, I've got sort of this canoe jacket that keeps me a little bit warm from the water. By now, we're soaking wet, yeah. and I'm thinking I'm being a little bit too girly having this canoe jacket on. Yeah. Thinking, oh, you know. Anyway, see people dressed with these balaclavas. They've got these tight balaclavas on yeah. throughout the race. I thought, what's that about? I don't know, what's going on there? Maybe they didn't want to be recognised. They well, could, could be right. Could be on the run from Brazilian police or something. I think they could have been SOS or something. Yeah, yeah. You don't know. Yeah. Well, I, I realised what it was afterwards. Yeah. We got into the water. We went underneath. It was fr- it was absolutely freezing. All I'll say is, after this event, things disappeared. Can I just say, Chris has got the most impressed look on his face I've ever seen. He's, he, <laughs> I think he may want to talk to you after this about possibly you adopting him. It's an awesome event. It's a, and yeah. I, I must do it again before I'm 40, which gives me three years. So. Okay. Um, so anyway, I'll get Too to this old. bit. We go in the water, we jump in, it's freezing, freezing cold. Yeah. They stick your head underneath the water to go underneath this bridge, yeah. which is about 15 foot long. Yeah. You, you pop up in the middle for a quick breather, yeah. and then you go under again. Another person there sticks your head down, under you go again. Yeah. It's freezing cold, it's pitch black. You pop up, you climb out, and all of a sudden, you realise very quickly why everyone else, or a lot of other people, have got these black balaclavas on, these neoprene balaclavas. Yeah. Because my head... Oh. Well, it, I thought it, someone had removed it, stomped on it, thrown it out Sweet. the window of a car, and then <laughs> put it back on my head. It, you know, it was just... I can't even... Words <laughs> fail me. I can't describe the pain. But how long did it last for? Because you get a brain freeze with an ice cream... About five minutes. Well, that's well, five minutes. It's still a long break. I'm not kidding you. I'm not kidding you. It was five minutes worth of the the most. Inter- I, I would have preferred to have drank fifty Rolo milkshakes. Wow, wow. They are very delicious. It's got to be said. Oh. So listen, this this tough guy thing. Are yeah. people allowed to come and watch it? Oh, we have spectators. You, you have to bring spectators with you. We got fed um, Mars bars and sweets on the way round because. Right. Oh yeah, you can watch it. It's definitely. So what, could I could I turn up? And, can me and Chris turn up in January and come and watch it? You could go and watch it, mate. I don't think I'll be racing this year. I don't. I don't particularly want to see you, Giles. I'll be honest. Oh, he sounds like sounds like you're up. Did you did you win it? I'll tell you all about the event now. Did you did you win it? You die. Exactly. You sound. I want to go. I want to go and support the winner. I finished it. Well done, well, Giles. Listen, man. Uh, Chris, do you want to go next? Do you want to go in January and go and watch it? Yeah. With, and we'll record like a little report or something. Wiki. Right. Giles, we will do that. That's that's definitely on our list now. Thank you for that, mate. Cheers, mate. Well done. There you go. The, oh, we'll do that. Send that link to your email it to yourself. So we've got that, and we'll, we'll get in touch with the, the press and stuff. And uh, it's January; it's miles away. But we'll, we'll go and uh... make sure uh, milkshake brain freeze yeah. sound a bit rubbish. It now, does make it? me sound a little bit of a wimp. Really, it, ma- it makes me sound a little bit weak. And a little bit nothing special, which is, um... But hey, it's the first day of winter.
So we're celebrating that. 08456060973. We are celebrating the magic of Barry Court as well. If you've any Barry Court stories, you can give us a call. Um, if you were someone eat, Well, I think the tough guy challenge is up there with people who were who outside eating today because it was freezing. If you were outside eating, what the hell was that all about? Uh, brain freeze. Oh, we'll, we'll, we'll find some other stuff to talk about, I promise. Oh, Jeff? Oh, yeah. Can I come back to you after the news? You can. Thank you, sir. He sounded disappointed, but it means he'll get a full crack of the whip. After 20 years on the factory floor, I fancied a desk job, but I knew my English would let me down. But when I found a Learn Direct course called Away With Words For Men Who Do Tons Of Overtime To Fund Their Wives' Attempts To Turn A Small Semi Into Buckingham Palace, well, that was it. <laughs> Sales and Marketing, how can I help you? Get a nationally recognised English qualification. Call 0800 101 901. Learn Direct Skills and Qualifications. Ready when you are. On 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC It's 8.30, I'm Sam Pittis. The McCanns said disappointing news if a blonde girl photographed in Morocco isn't of their missing daughter Madeline. British journalists claim to have tracked down the girl in the picture, a five-year-old daughter of an olive farmer. It comes as it's revealed nearly £300,000 has been spent so far on the search for Madeline. Police in West London have charged two men in connection with the murder of former heavyweight boxing champion James Oyabola. The men are accused of shooting James after a row over smoking at the Chateau Sixth Club in Fulham Road. A UN Security Council meeting is expected to decide on a strongly worded statement to the military regime in Burma. The Foreign Office is urging British people not to travel to the country. And Scott Sinclair's opened the scoring for Chelsea against Hull in the third round of the Carling Cup. The Blues lead 1-0. Elsewhere, it's 0-0 between Tottenham and Middlesbrough, West Ham and Plymouth and Fulham and Bolton. Manchester United have gone a goal down at home to Championship side Coventry. London's travel on the tubes. There's no service at all on the Circle and Hammersmith and City lines. That's because of a lack of available trains. And London's weather will cool and cloudy. Plenty of showers overnight. It should dry up in town. Minimum temperature 8 Celsius. It's currently 11 degrees Celsius on Bond Street. This is LBC. It's 8.31. Where are you off to, mate? Dublin. Oh, yeah? Who with? Erlingus. Right. Heathrow it is, then. No, Gatwick. Erlingus fly from there now too. With flights from Gatwick and Heathrow from just £26 each way, including taxes and charges, no one makes it easier to get to Dublin than Erlingus. So whether on business or pleasure, choose the airport that's handiest for you when you book at Erlingus.com. That Dublin's a lovely place, mate. Never been there, mind you. And minimise the grief of getting there. Terms and conditions apply. Gatwick route opens October 28th. LBC 97. Ian Lee's Good Evening. So, we're looking at the, the Tough Guy website. We're definitely going to go next January. And maybe I'll persuade Chris to enter it. It looks like hell. A living hell. 0845 973 is the telephone number, uh, if you want to give us uh, a call. Um, let's go to Jeff. Hello, Jeff. Hi, Ian. How are you doing? I'm all right, thank you. I'm sorry that I sounded disappointed before, but um, these digital phones that you use, that I use, uh, sorry, uh, they don't last long. The batteries don't last When did you sound disappointed? Uh, you said, oh, you said disappointed just before the news. Oh, so that, that's it. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, I did. I did say that, Jeff. Sorry. Well, I don't have to. So it's it's the fault of the phone battery, you say? Yeah, yeah, they don't last long. I mean, I've been talking to my sister for about an hour, so I mean, uh, no. the battery's going. Bloop. Oh, okay. So we got we got the bloop, so we better get on with it then. Uh, yeah. 
Okay. Um, uh, years ago. Yes. Um, I was uh, working down a certain place in Battersea. I went to a cafe to get a couple of sandwiches for the boys. Yeah. Uh, anyway, I'm an interior decorator smith. Good lad, well done. Yeah. And, You're uh, the only one that's picked that up in the last hour. <laughs> anyway, I went down to the cafe yeah. uh, to get a couple of sandwiches. Yeah. And uh, I've come out the door, held the door open for the lady coming out yeah. behind me. Yeah. And uh, she's noticed I've got a set of overalls on, and she said, like, oh, were you working local? I said, yeah, I'm just working around the corner. And she goes, oh, yeah, I live in that road. And I goes, oh, right, I'm walking back to there because I'm working there. She goes, okay. She goes, what number are you working at? I goes, I'm number blah, blah, blah. And uh, she goes, I live at number blah, blah, blah. And, um... I know, yeah, I know, I don't want to get... No. I mean, Chris said, don't give too much weight no. anyway, but... Yeah. Yeah, so I've got back to the flat, yeah. and uh, say two doors away, yeah. we've gone out to the veranda, there's about four of us, two of us sitting on a chair, two of us standing up, it's only a small veranda. Who's second? We, so you've got two workmates sitting on a chair? Yeah, there was... Uh, yeah, two workmates sitting on a chair, lazy, two of us standing up. Lazy so-and-sos. What? <laughs> lazy so-and-sos. Yeah, they're plumbers. Oh, okay. Yeah, it says it all. Yeah, okay. Understood. Yeah. So anyway, uh, us decorators are decorator smiths are, are, are standing up. And yeah, and the plumber smiths are sitting down. It's a, it's a lovely day, a lovely summer's day, and uh, that's nice. Nice little uh, bit of colour to the story. The, yeah, the, the, the lady comes out yeah. that I walked up the road with, yeah. and sits on the veranda two doors down. Oh. Right. And one of the guys turns around, and goes, "Jeff, do, do you know who that is?" I goes, "No." That's Helen Mirren. Oh, you're a sexy old woman. Oh, yeah, but... Yeah, but what a lovely woman. Mm. I mean, uh, the fact is that I walked back from the cafe to her flat yeah. with her, and she had a cup of coffee in her hand. It was a, like, a takeaway polystyrene cup. Yeah, yeah. And I thought, well, why couldn't she make a cup of coffee in her own flat? She's as lazy as the plumbersmiths. <laughs> I've, I've got a soft, soft spot for Helen Mirren. I'll I tell you what, she's lovely. She's not very tall. Yeah. I mean, I'm nearly six foot anyway, but... Yeah. Um, uh, what a lovely one. She was talking about the park and stuff like that, and blah, blah, blah. And uh, she said, uh, who's uh, place you working in? And I goes, uh, Michael Caine's daughter. Huh? And she went, who? I goes, Michael Caine. Yes. Yeah. Michael. The, I said, I'm working in flat. Yeah, she's thinking there's a chance of getting a little bit of work going or something. But then, yeah, who come out the next day in the other you... uh, side of the flat was uh, uh, Tim Hemmen. Oh, will you shut up, Jeff! You are making this up. I'm not making that up. Mate. You're you're talking nonsense. No, no, no. I know. May may God spill my pint of beer over. I'm not. Jeff, listen, thank you very much for that. There we go. Excellent stuff. Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Now, so, uh, another thing I want to talk about. I'm getting bored of celebrities now, so let's, I don't want any more calls now. It's boring. Right, although that was good. Uh, we wanted... Chris, what what disease did you think you had the other day? Because we wanted, I want to talk about this. We were talking, and it turns, around, it turns out that a lot of people in the office have at some point thought that um, they have got a disease. Because Paul in the office thought he had a tumour through too much... Um, enjoying himself, shall we say. Yeah. Too, too much athletic enjoying of himself. We won't say sex, but he, he thought he'd given himself a tumour. What did you think you had? I got high cholesterol. You think you've got high cholesterol? Yeah. But how do you know... How, what makes you think that you've got high cholesterol? Because 
I eat rubbish food. Yeah. Um, yeah, I'm really thin. And apparently thin people can have high cholesterol But you too. can go and get a cholesterol check, though. But I, can you still get them done? Well, what do you mean, can you still get them done? They didn't phase it out in the 1990s. Yes, you just go to the, the doctors and say, I want to get a cholesterol check, please. It's just a blood test, isn't it? They'll send you to the hospital. They'll do a little blood test. I and thought you could go to, like, you know, a chemist in the high well, street or something. Chemists can't do it. They can, can they? Well, it's a blood test, though. Chemists will not take your blood in case you've got something. It's only to, like, you know, get a little spot from your finger. Well, no, but they won't do it like that. They need, if, if the chemist, chemists cannot check your cholesterol, can they? I don't think they can. Well, they, don't they need just a bit of blood? I think they need to put the, 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 the where does it go in your, in the vein, doesn't it? I don't know what I'm pointing to the muscle. How much blood do they need? A pint. Is it a pint? Half a pint? How much do they take out in a tube? Like what, a tube's full. What's a, what, like a test tube? <laughs> that much. That much there. We'll do it. Anyway, so Chris thought. Do, Chris, well, there, well, there's a question. Oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. Can you just go into a chemist and get a cholesterol? I don't think you can. I think you've got to go to the hospital. Anyway, well, that's not really what we're going to talk about. But it turns out that we are talking about that now. The other thing is, have you ever thought that you had an illness or a condition? I thought I, when I was in holiday in Spain last year with Chris, uh, I thought I had MS. I really did. My mum's got it, and we're on holiday, and I, and I noticed that my right arm was was uh, was getting a little bit numb. And it, it kind of happened for quite a while. My right arm was getting numb, and I thought, oh, God, I've got the same thing my mum's got. This is terrible. This is, I was getting really panicky and a little bit worried about it. Uh, and uh, I, I, I phoned my, my agent, and I said, can you book me in? And you've got to book me in for a health check when I get back. I'm, I, I'm, I feel terrible. I'm not sleeping. I think I've got MS. Book me in for a health check. So I did. I, when I came back, sort of the next day after, there was um, uh, a health, private health check that I paid for. It was all very nice. And I said, uh, I think I've, I've got these symptoms. I think I've got this. Uh, and it turns out I had my watch strap too tight. And the watch strap was too tight and was stopping the, the flow of blood going to the, uh, well, wherever it needs to go to, really. So making me think, when I don't wear a watch, I wear it on my right arm, even though I'm right, right-handed. Uh, when I don't wear a watch, it's fine. When I did wear it then... It, uh, so, have you ever thought you were dying or had a disease? 0845 6060 Sarah! Oh, hi. Yes. <clears throat> Hello, you. How are you? Yeah, I'm all right. Apart from the watch. You have loosened it now, haven't you? Well, the, the, the thing is now, the watch, is, the watch strap is way, 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 way too loose. Like, I, I can put it on, I can, I can turn it right round my wrist. I've got very oh. thin wrists, you see, so it's too loose. But... How have I? Have you got... OK, on your wrist, have yes. you got... You know where you've got that lump where the bone is? Oh, yeah, on the... Yes, on the outside. Yeah, does that show? Yeah, of course it does. Ooh, Doesn't it for everyone? People don't. No, no, mine really shows and people think I'm, like, a freak or something. I haven't been to the gym for about three months. If you go to the gym and do, like, weights and stuff, it, yeah. you, it bulks up a little bit. But yeah, I haven't gym, been to the gym for, for three months. I was going to go so uh, Friday and I've cancelled it. I haven't been to the gym for about a year. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go next week. So I want to do it. I want to get. I'm getting get a bit of a fatty belly again, and you know, I want to get rid of all that stuff. Uh huh. Have you called in to talk about Barry Court? Uh, no, who, I don't even know who he is. Oh. I rang up to say. Yes. Um, I saw. Sorry, I'm eating a sweet. I saw. What sweet you eating? People. I've got some um, fruit pastels. Oh. From a very well known. Roundtree's. Uh, supermarket. Oh, I, I bought some wine gums the other day. Uh-huh. Mm, they're not as good as they used um, to be, but they were... Mm, my mouth is watering at the thought of wine um, gums. These are from... Uh, can I say the name of it? But why? Huh? Why? Of the shop. But why do you want to? Uh, OK. Well, you can, but I don't say... Well, you can, but what's the point? They're so good. OK. But, but what's the point of saying the name of the shop? OK. I won't do it then. All right. Mm. OK, um... Uh, well, First day of winter. Yeah. 
Yes, stupid, stupid people down mm. Greenwich High Street. Yes. Wearing flip-flops. Oh. Idiots or what? It's that weird crossover time, though, isn't it? When people are... I, I went out ill-prepared for the weather, and I thought I was, mm. was going to go out in just a T-shirt, and, mm. and then I, I put on... A, it's a very thin jumper, but I like it. It's nice. It suits me. V-neck. It's, it's, white t it's the white T-shirt and the, the grey V-neck. It's, it's a classic look. It, you're, you're, you got it. You got it, girl. So, uh, but yeah, people in flip-flops, you say? Idiots. Yeah. And it was raining today. I mean, you have to be a bit thick, don't you, to go out in the rain in flip-flops? You'd have to be. That. Why, but why would anyone wear flip-flops in this country anyway? They're, they're, and also, for, like, proper flip-flops with the, the little thing between the big toe and the next toe. Yeah. Because they're, they're really uncomfortable. Um, they can be. Yeah, Sometimes well, no. you have to wear them no, in, though. They are. No. Some of them well, are. No, if, if, that's, if that's all that you're relying on to keep that, that shoe, and I use that term very loosely, on your foot, it's uncomfortable. If there's a strap around the back, like in, like a, or another strap, like a birkenstock style thing, mm -hmm. well, then that's fine. That'll, uh, that'll no, work. But just that's the, old people. No, the, no they're not. Yes, they are. My mum wears them. Well, they're very, very comfortable, and they last a long time. Oh, well, yeah, I've just, you know, just said the old people's mantra, haven't I? <laughs> and also, when yes. you said about, um, I, I once thought, I had um, um, cancer once because, oh, but it's a really stupid thing. Yes. Because, like, okay, under a woman. I thought I, I thought I had bowel cancer. Actually, it turns out I just had piles. Oh, oh my god! Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, that's not what I had though. No. Um, I was checking. Steady, for, uh, steady. Breast cancer. Yes. Okay. Well, this is maybe isn't the fun topic I was expecting it to be. And yes, but I went to the doctors, freaking out, and apparently it was just my rib. It was just a rib, Sarah. Thank you for that. I was expecting it to be a laugh, right? Roller coaster ride of fun, and already we've had the big C on radio, right? Pete. Good evening. Good evening, Pete. Barry Cole. Yes. Um, I've forgotten all about him. He wrote the music for um, the Long Good Thursday, didn't he? I I didn't know that, but yes, I can I can believe it. I know he did do some film scores and stuff, yeah, so yes, he probably did. He was brilliant, and he should be on TV more, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, the prequel, yes. But and much, much both films better, much better than the Long Good Saturday, which was awful. I've, I've not seen that. Oh, it's straight to video, rubbish. Yeah, no, it didn't do as well as the hey, Friday. Hey, they're right? making, remaking the Long Good Friday oh, in, in America. Is Barry Court involved? I don't think I don't think Barry Court has got anything to do uh, with it. He's not been on for. I've not seen him around for ages. No, I don't. Still he's still alive. Yeah, he's still apparently still alive. Yeah, yeah. Zuman saw him. Good stuff. Yeah. Um. Anyway, uh, Edinburgh Festival. Yeah. I went this year, had a brilliant time. I'm never going uh, back again. You've never been? I know, I've been, I've, I've done shows there, I've been, oh, I've, I've been... I, yeah, I remember you saying, I've yeah. been drunk there, I've had great times, I've had miserable times, I've had, uh, oh, I, I never want to, it's too, I have too many memories there, I will yeah, never go no, back there I, again. I really enjoyed it, everyone, it was a really good atmosphere, everyone yeah. was sort of up for a laugh and that, Yeah. and uh, saw some good stuff. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask, who, what sort of, um, who these days do you, uh, do you sort of, um, who's your favourite? Favourite? Comedian. I don't know any comedians at the moment. Really? I who's don't David know... Cross, and that's it. David Cross is... I don't know any of the, the sort of young people that go up and do stuff in Edinburgh. I like Jason Byrne. He's very funny. Right. The Irish fella. I like Jason Manford. He's very funny. Right. I've uh, got a guy called um, Daniel Kitson. Have you heard of him? Oh, is he the fellow with the, the really thick glasses? That's it, and the beard, yeah. Oh, I've not it. seen him for years. Is he still, is he yeah, still good? He used to be great. He's absolutely brilliant. He's brilliant with words. On, on his website, they've got some, um, some podcasts, free podcasts you can download. Yeah. And, um, yeah, no, I, I've been listening to it for the last couple of weeks. It's, it, I think he's... Oh, I, I did used to like him, actually. Then he was going to be, like, the next big thing, as these people oh, often are. And then I've he sort of disappeared. Of yeah, he was... About five or six years ago, he, was, he sort of was getting quite big and then sort of disappeared a bit. Yeah. I know he was on, um, uh, Phoenix Nights. He had, like, a bit part on Phoenix Nights. Ah, yeah, he, he may have done. Yeah. Um, 
the other thing I was going to say, did you see the Elvis thing on Saturday? I saw a little bit of it. What did you think of them? I thought one of them was really good, the American fella. Yeah, he was the, yeah, the last, the one who's last one on it. It was brilliant. But all, all the others were terrible, most of the others were terrible. Most of the others, I, I felt sorry for that poor lad he was up against, that, that, that guy who spoke like that and then sung like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because, uh, I can't remember, I'm an Elvis and um, I've, I've met a couple of them on uh, various various do's over yeah. the years and that yeah. um, and, and that guy that guy you're talking about the young the young lad yeah he was on one of them but uh, no I, I felt a bit embarrassed for um, Joe Esposito because you know he was, he was Elvis' buddy it was the old fella wasn't he yeah yeah yeah, yeah. Like, I'm sure BBC have just, just put a few of them in just, just yeah. for comedy value yeah of course they have why wait, hang on, so you do, if you do Elvis why aren't you on there um, I couldn't get on it I didn't I oh. think it's kind of like who you know and oh. agents and stuff like okay. that um, but but yeah, it, I would have had a go. If I it's the if final I next week. I've only s s saw the end of this one last week, so I, it's the final this week. That's right. Yeah, they yeah. had a they had like a Japanese one and a, and a Norwegian one. Oh, the Japanese one was quite good. I thought. Really? I thought he was all right for you know because then he's Japanese doing Elvis Presley and he's. Right. Uh, I thought he was all right. All right. I thought a couple of them were good. Yeah. Well, Peter, I've got to go. Thank you for that. Okay, mate. Nice G one. Cheers, boss. There we go. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Here's the travel news now with Alan Joyce. And still those big problems on the tubes this evening. Still waiting for an update through from Transport for London on this, but uh, because of a lack of available trains, there's still no service on the entire Circle and Hammersmith and City lines. No trains running at all, and that may stay the same for the rest of the evening, but as I say, just awaiting confirmation on that. Uh, the District line, for the same reason, also not running between Edgware Road and Earls Court. Some better news, though, at Wapping Station. That has now reopened on the East London line after problems with the lifts earlier, and the overground trains are reporting a good service of using those instead. Now for the roads, the M25 is a lane blocked anti-clockwise between 26 and 25. That's Waltham Abbey to the A10 following an accident earlier. And the M40 still has two lanes closed coming into town from two at Beaconsfield to 1A at the M25. That's after a crash as well. But there are still two lanes open so traffic is coping okay. And Turnpike Lane remains closed both ways between Alexandra Road and Turnpike Lane Tube Station. And that's after a burst water main from yesterday. LBC 97.3 travel in next update is in half an hour. A world of music. A world of music. Two million tracks to choose from. That's E-Music. Songs you can download and play on any MP3 player or burn your own CDs. E-Music offers it all. Together with great album and artist information, a real chance to explore music. Sign up today for a trial and get 35 free downloads. Terms and conditions apply. Then you get 75 downloads for just $14.99 a month. E-Music, e the number one site for independent music. Available now via lbc.co.uk. Here's a message to people who say things like, I had a great idea for a business, but didn't know where to start. And? I'd like to be my own boss, but the money side worries me. Or how about, I need so much help, but who can you trust for advice? A local business manager from Barclays has the experience to support your startup business and can get you free time with local accountants, solicitors and marketing specialists. So if you're serious about starting your own business, go to barclays.co.uk forward slash start your business. We're ready if you are. Barclays. Now there's a thought. This week on LBC 97.3, the Big Quit launches a stop-smoking campaign designed to give you all the tools you need to break the habit. You're more likely to quit if you plan your quit date. So head to lbc.co.uk and download our calendar. There's a space for you to write down your reasons for quitting. Log on to lbc.co.uk and start to plan your quit with us. Join the Big Quit starting this week on LBC 97.3. 
LBC 97.3. Yes, me playing the drums on the studio. Uh, Sybil. Hello. Hello, Sybil. Good evening. Good, good evening, Sybil. Um, Chris can go to his GP. Yes. And have a, his cholesterol checked. The one they do in the chemist is not as accurate oh. as um, the one they would do in hospital. But hang on, but, but yeah, GP's not. You, you need a blood test. Yes, you need the blood test. He will fast. They will. Uh, he must. He will what? When they give, he'll go to his. You'll do. He's got to do what? He will go to his GP. Yes. And ask his GP for yes. him to have a cholesterol test. Yes. Then when he gets the appointment, he'll have to fast the night before. He'll have to do what the night before? Fast. No food. He oh, no, fast. I thought yes. you... F she said fast. Well, she said fast. Okay, I thought you said something... Co okay, well, that's a relief. Yeah, abstain from food, yes. milk, and everything containing fat. Now, I, I had a cholesterol test, and I didn't. I had, I had eggs in the morning. How does that affect it? Well, it wouldn't show, because, you know, eggs contain fat. Right. In the yolk. Yeah. So your 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 um, results probably wouldn't be accurate. But would that would my results be worse or better? Well, it it if it's high, it will be a little slightly higher. Because I I was told I had perfect I I had perfect cholesterol. If anything, mine could be a little bit higher. Yes. Well, they'll give you the the range when you oh. know what you should have oh. and what you have got. Yes. Because they will do um, thyroid. They would do the liver because yes. it's the liver that breaks down the fat. Oh, really. And and they would give you the results of your high, your bad light, yes. which is fat, and your spoon. Yes. Yes, and your uh, right lipid. Now, if it should be about five to um, four to um, your Wonder Man animals, yes. um, per hundred um, mils of blood. Yes. And they will do your hemoglobin, oh. and they'll do other things. Your Aruga. Yes. Pancreas and everything. Yes. Coming, yes, boys. Yes. Well, Sybil, thank you for that. Okay. Cheers, my dears. There we go. Chris isn't even here. Uh, oh, what have I done here? Oh, uh, yeah, oh, hang on. Hello. Oh, hi, Ian. Hello. Hi, I've got it's Trixie. Hello, Trixie. I put you through by mistake, but we can oh, still. No, but we can still have fun. Oh, hi. What would you like me to do then? Well, I don't know. What no, did you? I, know, I just wanted to that that nice lady who was just uh, speaking. I, I have uh, high cholesterol. Yes. And uh, I wouldn't worry about having an egg for breakfast. I've been told that. They that just eat, eating something that particular morning will, shouldn't affect uh, you at all. Oh, okay. But however, they will tell you yes. whether you should have a fasting blood test uh, or not. Okay. So do ask ask a doctor and check first of all. Sometimes you're not yeah. supposed to. No. Because it can yes. elevate your triglycerides, so to speak. How are you? Ah, uh, yeah, I'm all right. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. I feel I feel the show's lacking an energy this evening, and I don't quite know how to to muster it up. Oh well, well, we could try now. What would you like to do? Well, I don't know. This is I'm you know. I'm not look. in another show. Da, 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 da. Okay. No, that's not working. No, uh, it, 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 I tried. I tried. No, yeah. I'm not saying it's a bad show. It's it's not one of the best. I'm be, I'll be honest. But it's you're not. It's not you're doing okay. It's all right. It's it's all right. But I just feel I, I, there's a there's an energy that's missing, and I don't quite know where it is and how to 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 muster it up. And maybe I can't muster it up for the last hour. Maybe it's too late and that the, the moment's gone. And but, I haven't got any sort of death stories I could I could tell to sort of you know make things even brighter. No, that would be fun, wouldn't it? Um, no, that, that, that's, I mean, that's, I, let's have a look at these list of topics I've got here. Let's, let's oh, see yeah, if there's anything no, here. That's, be good. What may, have you got? Maybe something here. Oh, hang on a second. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah, yes, line eight. Yes. Hello. Hello. Yes, you're yeah. on the air. Yeah, I just want to know. Um, <laughs> he's got a problem with uh, plumbers. Is it, what? He's got a problem with plumbers. Plumber Smiths. Who? What? Ian Lee. You're talking to him. Am I? Yes. 
Ah, oh, right. You, you don't like plumbers? No. D uh, don't think I said that, no. No, you didn't. No, I didn't say it, did I, Trixie? No, no, no. you definitely didn't. definitely didn't say it. No, no, I thought you said all plumbers are lazy. No, that was the other fellow that called in and I was agreeing with him just to be polite. Oh, right. But some plumbers are lazy. I had a very lazy plumber once. He charged me £70 for nothing. And then I had another lazy plumber who couldn't fix my toilet, charged me £85 and six pence. When he went, I fixed it in myself in three minutes. Oh, blimey. Well, where was he from? Well, I'm not going to say where he was from. He was a, he was a plumber smith. So, oh. yes, actually, I do have a problem with plumbers. Yes, they're all lazy. Uh... Yeah, good, good. good. He, he was so lazy he couldn't even bother to have a comeback there, Trixie. Oh my goodness! Right. So, well, now this this should spark things up. There must be a lot well, of plumbers out. There. I'm hoping that there'll be a little bit of plumber tension yeah, now. Plumber smiths out there. Uh, yeah, yes, absolutely. Yeah, yes, line eight. Yes. Hello. Hello, you're on the air. Hello, I've got some information for you about Barry Court. Oh yeah, also got some Barry Court news. Go on. Yeah, well, you won't hear much about him there because he's gone back to uh, live in Holland. He's, he's Dutch, isn't he? Has he gone back to Holland? I know that he yeah. was born there, but he, he doesn't have a well, he, Dutch accent was, or anything. Thank he you, was born there, because Barry Cook was not his real name. His real name's Lars Jefferson. It was what? His real name is Lars Jefferson. Oh, do you know, I never knew that. Lars yeah, Jefferson. Yeah, Angus Dayton talks about him um, yeah, yeah. a little bit in his uh, autobiography. Apparently yeah. his father was the latest king of Amsterdam. Mm. It makes um, sense. Yeah, I knew about that, but I didn't know his real name. Yeah, because he uh, had a bit of a, a, a bad time with Angus Dayton, apparently. Yeah, yeah, there was... Oh, is that the I've left the oven on. Oh, well, cheers for that. Okay, then, bye-bye. Bye-bye, well, there we go. We're we are celebrating the magic of Barry Court. Oh, hello. Oh, gosh. Well, th th there you go. Any, any Barry Court memories, Trixie? No, I'm afraid not. No, okay, well, no, disappointing. No, um, I, I have... I have some the depths. Oh dear, there's that word again. Yeah, no, let's, let, 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 uh, we may get loads of stroppy plumbers phoning up, but they're probably too lazy and well, they're probably charges. I'd love to talk to some stroppy plumbers. Oh, would, would you? Oh, no. No. Well, no, actually, it's quite interesting. Well, we had, we, we had the energy there for two minutes. We did. And it's gone again we, now. We tried, my mm. darling. And thank you very much. Trixie, thank you. Thank you. There Bye. we go. The spark was almost back. 0845 Oh, uh, Bill? Yes. You were supposed. What? Sorry. Yes? That, that's supposed to be deeper than the last voice, is it? <laughs> well, well, Bill, it's you were... actually not my real name. <laughs> <laughs> but, I... but there is a reason for calling myself Bill. Well, Bill, we'll find out what the reason is after this. Time is like money. Any that you have spare is very precious. So why don't you invest some of your time in something really worthwhile? GlaxoSmithKline are looking for volunteers to take part in medical trials at Clinical Imaging Centre London. In return, you'll be compensated for your time and inconvenience. So if you're healthy and aged between 18 and 60, then call us today on 0800 707 6068. That's 0800 707 6068. And find out how you can invest in the future. Help us help people to do more, feel better, live longer. Ian Lee's Good Evening. It's not his real name, ladies and gentlemen, but it's Bill. Hello. Um, I do have a reason for calling myself Bill. What's the deepest I... voice you can do? Hello. Really? Is that it? it... Hello. 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 <coughs> Hello. Anyway, right, go on. Yes. <laughs> anyway, I really like the way at the end of phone calls you say to men, good lad. Oh. And saying good girl isn't the same. No, good girl sounds a little bit patronising, doesn't it? So, at the end of our phone call, can you say, good lad? Oh, OK. Well, yeah, I would, it would be, would be a great pleasure. Thank you. Um, first thing is a question. I want to know why yeah. everything that Sifu says is 
really, really funny. Everything that Who says? Sifu. Sifu. Oh, Sifu. Everything he says. Okay, for anyone who doesn't know, Sifu is, um, uh, a regular caller. He's from Birmingham. He's not one of the London lot. He's he's from up there. Uh, And uh, he sent me some DVDs the other day, which is nice. Uh, And everything he says is hilarious, isn't it? And I'm from Birmingham, so I know it's not the accent. No, no. I wasn't in stitches the whole time I lived there, so it can't just be that. Brummies, as we know, generally are a miserable race of people. Uh, excuse me. Mm, yep. Uh, but but Sifu is hilarious, and it, yeah. Sifu, if you if you want to call up oh eight four five six zero six zero nine something, he may not know the new number, which is maybe why he's not phoning up. But um, he may be what you need to put the energy back into. I think I think he is. There's a bit of energy lacking today, isn't there? It's just it's a little bit sedate. It is, and I don't I don't quite know. No, I don't know. Quite well, what to do? It's I, I d- full moon. Is it? It is full. No, moon. hang on. It was a yeah. full moon on Monday. But, that's, I, I was told Monday. Oh. I don't care. See, th- see, there was no energy there. There, there was a big silence. Yeah, yeah, see? It's a symptom. Well, anyway, have you finished? Um, no, Barry Court. Oh, yeah, go on. I was, I was really surprised that, I can't remember her name, girl who doesn't understand Lost. Suman. Or so, sometimes she calls herself Sarah. D- does she? Yeah, because she's weird. Fancy using a false name. How odd. Yeah. Um, she didn't know who Barry Court was. I can't believe that. I know. I got, got his autograph and didn't know who he was. Time. In that, he used to be on, um, he was on everything, wasn't he? I think he was on, um, with Steve Allen a couple of weeks ago, on that Remembers Me. Or I think you mean In Conversation that's With. It, that's, that's what it's yeah. called I'm now. Sure he was on because he got, he did get a bit funny about the hand story. Was Barry, so Barry Court was actually in LBC Towers? He was. No one told me. No, it was about, I think it was about four weeks ago. I would have brought my, my record in to get it signed, I bet it's worth a few quid now. Yeah. But, um, yeah, there, was, there were a couple of awkward moments, but yeah. they did share a love of Bentleys and Marks and Spencer. Well, yeah, because, of course, uh, Barry famously had, like, a fleet of Bentleys in the yeah. 70s when, he at did, his didn't peak. He? Yeah, he yeah. That f- as well, when he, he was down in his luck a bit, wasn't I he? I remember he did an advert, uh, w- w- um, what was the advert for? I think it was, um, for, um... Oh, it was a petrol. He did an advert for, like, Shell Garages or something, and it was him driving up in a Bentley, and he said to the fella, fill it up, and V's 30 behind me, and the guy sort of just scratches and went, oh my god. That was it. Yeah, yeah. it was good, that. Funny. Well, listen, thanks that, Bill. Good lad. Thank you. There we go. Bye. Good lad, there we go. Oh, wait, four, five, six, oh, six, oh, nine, seven, three. Come on. We've got an hour to go. Let's get the energy back. There's, 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 there's been seriously lacking energy the first two hours. Let's, let's all pull our finger out of our collective backsides uh, and really make the last hour work. When we come back, we'll have a recap of the topics. By the way, you can call in with other stuff if you want. We are celebrating the magic of Barry Court, uh, so any stories about him will be gratefully appreciated. But you can call him with pretty much anything. 0845 6060 973. More of your calls after the news. Thank you. On 97.3 DAB and online, London's biggest conversation, LBC. At nine, Madeleine McCann's family disappointed after photo lead falls flat. Primary school caretaker stabbed in Maida Vale. And it's all going well for Chelsea in the Carling Cup. It's nine o'clock, I'm Sam Pittis. Disappointing news, that from Madeleine McCann's family. If it turns out a blonde girl photographed in Morocco isn't her. British journalists claim to have tracked down the girl in the picture as the five-year-old daughter of an olive farmer. Evening Standard journalist Rashik Razak, who flew to Morocco from London, has been to the village. They knew 
you know, the case, and they've, they've seen reports in the media. But um, it was quite clear that this wasn't Madeline. You know, get across the kind of place it is. It's a very small, um, sort of impoverished uh, farming community, probably a population of less than uh, a couple of thousand. So everybody knows each other, and uh, everybody knew this little girl. A caretaker's been stabbed at a primary school in Maida Vale. It happened at around 5.30 on Monday at St Peter's. A 36-year-old man challenged two teenagers climbing over a wall on the school grounds. They punched and stabbed him before running away. The victim's in a stable condition in hospital. No pupils were hurt, uh, were there at the time. The Foreign Office is urging British people not to travel to Burma. It comes as the UN Security Council's meeting, a strongly worded statement's likely to be the result. It's also understood a UN special envoy will be sent to see regime leaders. GMTV's been fined a record £2 million for breaking rules over its competitions. The media watchdog Ofcom penalised the broadcaster after finalists were chosen before the premium rate phone lines closed. Tim Souter, head of standards at Ofcom, has told LBC better checks need to be put in place. Potentially up to £35 million of revenue was generated in this way, and the channel wasn't checking. It went unnoticed by the channel for nearly four years, and it was happening in a variety of different ways as well. People being chosen, winners chosen before the lines had closed, odds being changed, and entrants had no way of knowing that. This was a serious, systemic and sustained series of abuses. A new £15 million arts centre has opened in North London. The Bernie Grant Arts Centre will offer music and dance as well as accredited courses in Tottenham. Bernie Grant was the MP for Haringey until his death in 2000. Chelsea are 3-0 up against Hull in the League Cup third round. Scott Scott Sinclair put the Blues in front before Solomon Kalou and Steve Sidwell added the others. Manchester United have gone a goal down at home to Championship side Coventry. It's 0-0 in all of tonight's other Carling Cup matches. If you're away from your radio and want to stay in touch with the latest news, weather and travel, you can call 0901 723 Calls cost 35 pence a minute from a BT landline. Other networks and mobile rates may vary. In London's travel on the tubes, there's no service at all on the Circle and Hammersmith and City lines. That's because of a lack of available trains. And London's weather, cool and cloudy, plenty of showers uh, moving eastwards overnight. It will dry up. Minimum temperature 8 Celsius. It's currently 11 degrees on Bond Street. This is LBC. It's 9.03. Remember, there's a new way to call London's biggest conversation. Our new number is 0845 6060 So, store it in your phone now for when you next want to take part in one of your favourite shows on LBC 97.3. How's that new shop you're working in, Dave? It's getting really busy. I'm now doing Saturdays as well. Oh, early to bed on Fridays then. <laughs> yeah. Tax credits are flexible and adapt to changes in your life. So if you've got some news, like a change to the number of hours you normally work, share it with us. That way, we can make sure you know where you stand with your payments. Tax credits from Revenue and Customs. Give us a call on 0845 300 3900. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Good evening. I've just, I've just 
Oh, I'm reading Britain's second best newspaper, the Daily Express. <laughs> what a load of old guff it is. Awful, awful paper. The Express and the Mail, what's the point? Anyway. There's something in here, where is it? Oh. Lindsay Lohan. See her Paul McKenna. Thanks. Now see. Oh! So it's about Rod Hull, because Rod Hull, you know Rod Hull and Emu. All that. All that nonsense. Uh, well, his son, Toby, is going to be redoing the act. There's a brilliant thing in here, man, a brilliant thing. Uh, so, right, Rod, Rod Hull dies, okay? Um, uh, bearing in mind how big a personality... This, this is... Uh, uh, yeah, bearing in mind how big a personality he was, it, uh, perhaps it wasn't surprising that jokes about Rod Hull's death soon began to circulate. We've all heard Rod, Rod Hull's, um, you know, Rod Hull jokes. Anyway, this is his son talking, Toby. Shortly afterwards, I got a temping job and someone started telling me a Rod Hull joke. I had to stop him before he got to the punchline to tell him he was talking about my father. Man alive! How we've all, you know, we've all made inappropriate jokes and said things where you just think, well, maybe I, sh I wish I hadn't said that. I wish I hadn't said. But to tell a Rod Hull joke to Rod Hull's son, it doesn't get you. You can't make a bigger muff up than that, can you? I'm uncomfortable for, for both people involved in that. I've told Rod Hull jokes. I told one on television. On the 11 o'clock show, we were doing the 11 o'clock show when he died. And uh, we, we told one. Wouldn't tell it to his son, though. If, you, if you're listening and you've ever told a joke or made an inappropriate comment like that and just someone's gone, well, actually, that's my dad. You're making a joke. Oh, man. Oh, wait, four, five, six, oh, six, oh, nine, seven, three. It's just, um, I feel. Also, we're talking about Barry Court. The whole. Uh, we're celebrating the magic of Barry Court. Can anyone beat eight brain freezes? Uh, in one meal, um, and you know, people eating outside. I don't, it just seems an odd thing to be doing. It's it's officially the first day of winter. Come in, boy. Oh no, that's the wrong one. Hang on a second. It's the officially the first day of winter. Big bender with a pan. No, pickle. it's this one. Thank you. Uh, and um, uh, people were outside eating and wearing flip flops. And there's no point in flip flops. They're awful, awful shoes, aren't they, Kitty Karen? No. Oh. I wore flip-flops today. And I bet you made them look really sexy. I did. Yeah. I went back in and put my pink soles on. I had them on all day yesterday. Well, but it's, it's, it's officially... Can I, can I just say, it's winter today. It's the first day of winter. I know, but I've been, I've been on holiday, Steve. So some, I still had um, holiday footwear mode. Some bloke phoned up uh, to complain about me saying it was the first day of winter. Hang on. Because it's not. Well, no, it is. He's going, but, but what happened to autumn? Why hasn't Ian mentioned autumn? And another thing, this is all going through to, to Christmas, just another thing, Ian said it was the best day, but he always says every day is the best day. How can every day be the best day? But he wouldn't come on the air to talk about it. Oh. Which is disappointing. That's because you're a positive thinker. Exactly. Well, no, because you, t t today, today wasn't the best day, but today, if I had, like, the best day last Thursday, it doesn't mean that t today could be better. So today could be the best day so far in my life. Have you got a best day in your whole life, though? One day... It's when I saw my first child being born. Oh. I haven't got any kids! I haven't got any oh. kids. That's a lie. I've just lied to you about babies. <laughs> How cruel am I? My best day... What was my best day? Um, oh, it, my, the best day was when Brian Wilson phoned me up at home. Was it? Yeah. Oh. I cried. I mean, it probably isn't the best day. It's the, it's the only thing I can yeah, think one of. one of the best days. It, it's one of the best days. You do have them. Oh. Oh, excuse me. I've, I've got, I'm taking the, the, the taking my mum's cat to the vet tomorrow. Well, that, that, 
I'm good luck. Yeah, it's going to be hard work. You're going to have just one go, you know, because she's going to go crazy if you miss it. What I've got to do is hope that she's in one of the bedrooms, because then it's then it's easy, because I can shut the door. But did you get my message about thrusting the back of her neck? Yeah, yeah. Well, you told me, didn't you? No, no, I didn't do that on that. No, I oh, did you send it on the MySpace? Yeah, and okay. you need to, but you need to hold her underneath as well, yeah. because otherwise she'll wriggle around. But then you really need to get her firmly. What I was thinking, well, this is this is this is my mum's cat, who's very shy. She was really badly beaten, and, and the last time I tried to pick her up because her tooth had fallen out, she scratched the hell out of me. But I was thinking that maybe trying this, of either using a butterfly net or a lasso. <laughs> now, you're a cat expert. You work <laughs> with cats. Uh, 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 either of those things, uh, useful. Not really. Mm, okay. <laughs> lasso. Have a little cat lasso. Uh, I believe they're called cassus. I think they're cassus, yeah. Cassus. Yeah, cassus. Not, not that effective. No, they, are they not? Because you see them sold in all the big pet you supermarkets. Do, do, everywhere. Have you, everywhere. Sp- have you spent 25 quid on a cassu? You can get them in the pound shop and everything. Oh, you can get them in the pound shop, can you? I've got a, it's a really nice one. It's like all, all, all velvety. <laughs> oh, well. oh, no, but good luck. But I didn't... But, but, well, you've only got one go at it, you see. Oh, well. You have to be really, really firm with her, poor thing. And anyway, her teeth... Well, she does need seeing, being seen, though. She's never seen a vet anyway, so it... Yeah, it, it, it her tongue's it, hanging out, like you said, then. She probably needs a dental operation. I don't think... Her, her front teeth, mm. they're not really very well formed. I think she was... Because she was so badly beaten that one of her ears is completely folded over. I know. <laughs> Uh, and she looks adorable. She's a beautiful little girl, but I think I think her jaw might be slightly out of alignment because she's yeah. always dribbling. Has she so always I, dribbled? Yeah, I think she got kicked in the face really badly, which I is horrible. I'm just looking at one just now that's staying here at the moment. He's really old, and he's got a dribble coming out of his mouth that's about twelve inches long. Oh, really? Yeah, nice. I, I like it when Velvet gets like a little wet chin because she's been drinking water. And yeah. She's got a little wet. Ch- oh my little cat! Well, you know, I bought cat food for Velvet the other day, and we ended up buying Senior. Food oh. eight plus, and I th- I'd never bought senior food. And I thought, well, this is it now. This is the, you know, in her twilight. Years. She's in her twilight. Years. They, how how when will she die? They can oh never. They can go. Well, no, now don't say no. Don't say cats never die because I don't I don't think that if Elbert were to die while I'm away or, or, or while I'm at work, that my dad is going to buy another cat identical and I'm going to think <laughs> she's going on forever. I don't see my dad anymore. How is he going to know where I live? Oh well, you see, that's the problem. Right. No, but my one of my cats died when she was over twenty, but that's. But then someone told me that they can die when they're ten. Well, they can, because another one of my cats died when she was eight. Oh, and she, my, my cat's eight, don't! I know, but she would, no, she would, no, she would. But I didn't even phone up to talk about I, sw- I swear to God, I swear to God, if, if, if Velvet dies, and it will happen, and if, if I'm still working here while, while she dies, the whole show is going to be... The whole show will be memories of my cat as we celebrate the magic that was my fat, clumsy cat. It should be like that, too. It should be. I'm going to be devastated. I'm going to eat her. Because you can do that, can't you? If oh, you're, you're going to make a pate like they do with the ladies' placenta? Yes, I'm going to make a, yes, I'm going to make a pate and a stew. <laughs> and it's the, the, the one time I'm going to stop being a, being a vegetarian to eat my cat. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Sweet. How romantic of me. Isn't that sweet? Did, um, a lady I knew, she used to um, knit jumpers out of her cat's fur. Oh, that's yeah, disgusting! Sweetie. I know, and I was a teacher at the time, she was a fellow teacher, oh. and she used to gather all the fluff and then spin Ooh, it, sorry. and yeah. then make a jumper. I hope she didn't teach that to the kids, because that's just downright perverted. I know, that was a bit horrible, wasn't it? Yeah. Yeah, horrible colour as well. And she wore it. Oh, oh, that, I bet, oh, that's horrible. I bet it smelled a bit. Yeah, stinky. Anyway, what did you call him for? Get to the, get to the point. I said to to talk about flip-flops. Oh, yeah. Because 
Yeah, and it also ties in with the um, sort of imaginary ailments because I always think that I've got something as well. Oh, you, you, the last time going to, uh, you're not going to say cancer, are you? Because that that's not, you know, that doesn't really uh, do cancer. us. No, because we had someone phone in and say, "Oh, yeah, I thought I had cancer once." Turns out I didn't. Well, okay. Well, there's no, there's no fun in that story there. Thanks. No. I was, I've, I've had a, I've had a problem with my feet for the last year, which yeah. I keep thinking, "Oh, I've got MS. I've yeah. got yeah. this. I've got that." But yeah. after about fifteen thousand scans at the hospital, it's just dawning on me you know, that when it started was you, you're wearing flip flops in flip flops. Really? Yeah. Was it really flip flops? Yeah. Well, this is the reason why we need to get rid of the things. I know. But I'm still wearing them, and that's why my feet still hurt. I don't agree with Clive Ball. Clive Ball is mental because he thinks that slippers are dangerous uh, and that we should ban the slipper. The man's a fool. No, I, slippers. I, you should go outside in slippers. I respect him on everything he says. He's one of the greatest broadcasters in this country. But on that instance, he's obviously talking nonsense because yeah, slippers are... I'm going to buy some new slippers this weekend because I, I... Well, I smelt mine yesterday and they're really... I've had them for like three years. They go smelly, don't they? They do stink. Mine don't, of course, but... Well, but they, I bet they do. But they do stink. But you want to get one with a firm base. You don't want one with a soft ba base, because if you ever go outside in the soft base, it's yeah. ruined. Well, I've got slippers on now. I've just got them out of the cupboard. Well done. Actually, but oh. yeah, they're sort of backless ones. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I haven't smelt them, though. OK, well, that, that conversation's kind of... It kind of petered out there, didn't it? <laughs> it sort of just... It was, go it was going well. It's full of energy. It had that spark that we've not had for the first two hours, then it just petered <laughs> out. Yeah, I don't know if it was me. It, I, I do know it was you. I'm just being polite. It, I, I don't think know if it was, it was me. You. It was you. So you ruined it there. So, well, we'll say goodbye. Good luck with the cat. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. 08456060973 is the uh, telephone number. Kelly. Hello. Hello, Kelly. How are you? I'm all right now. You simultaneously just made me want to cry huh? and then want to puke. Um, wow. Did, t tell me more. Tell, I, cause this, this, I, I want to make, I want to do this with girls as much as I can. So tell me how I did it. I, I just, listening to you talk about your cat, I was like, oh, she got mm. beaten in the face. And oh, I love it when my dog's got a little wet chin. Yeah. It's so cute. Yeah. And she's had something to eat, and then sometimes if we give her baked beans, she gets it stuck on her nose. You give, you give who baked beans? My, my dog. You can't give a dog baked beans. Oh, it's over. Just stir. Oh, well, just just left over. Yeah, put some baked beans for. Yeah, why not? Yeah. Yeah, why not? Yeah. And and then you made me want to puke when you said you might eat cat pate. Oh, I, I will do. It. If she dies, I'm going to eat my cat. No. I, I want. To, I want to be part of my uh, my spirit. Ke Kelly, listen. Stay there. We'll come back in a second. I have to go to the travel. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. We found the spark, boys. We've got the spark. It's the travel news now. It's Alan Jones. And it's uh, bad news on the tubes again, I'm afraid, this evening. Two lines completely suspended because of a lack of trains. Uh, the Circle and Hammersmith and City lines not running at all. I have been speaking with Transport for London and they can't give any estimate as to when that's going to change. So it could well be for the rest of this evening, I'm afraid. Uh, the District line's also not running between Edgware Road and High Street Kensington with delays on the rest of the line. All the other lines are reporting a good service at the moment, but obviously they're likely to be busier than usual for that reason. And by the way, if you are affected by the tube disruption, you can use your tickets on reasonable routes on Silverlink Metro Southern and Southwest trains. Now, on the roads, the M40 has two lanes closed coming into town from Junction 2 at Beaconsfield to Junction 1A at the M25 after an accident. The M25 easing down now anti-clockwise between 26 and 25. That's all from Abbey to the A10 following a crash there earlier on. And now there's an accident on the A2 in Eltham, blocking one lane coming into town just before Rochester Way, and that's causing delays as well. LBC 97.3 Travel your next update is in half an hour. 
Join Jenny Eclair with some quality guests. Yes, it is the Shane Wishes. Not a look like, it's not a sound like. When we're talking about fame, how famous is is almost too famous. You come out and you go, who's knocked the bin over? And you start, then they're going through the bins. through bins. Then you see them climbing over fences and gates. And that's when you start seeing the lies. I'm talking to Jermaine Greer about marriages, about relationships, about celebrity. You just want to say, Cherie, shut up. <laughs> just go and do your human rights lawyering, for Christ's sake. We career women would like you to pull off something magnificent. Jimmy Eclair. Who's going to be dropping in this week? Find out Saturday morning from 10, LBC 97.3. If you've recently set up in business, think of all the ways it could benefit from a £20,000 injection. Register your business at lbc.co.uk today and you could enter a competition to win £20,000 with James Max, courtesy of Lloyd's TSB, the number one bank for business startups. Conditions apply. The £20,000 business competition with James Max. Sunday afternoon from 5 with Lloyd's TSB for The Journey at LBC 97.3. Yeah, please. Good evening. Well, well, well. Who'd, who'd have thunk it? Uh, Kelly, yes, yeah, sorry. Hello. No, that's okay. I was just wondering, can you hear us when we're, like, on hold and... I, I can't in the studio, but if I were to... I can't in the studio, can I, Chris? There's no way. But if I were to go in, into where Chris is and press a button, I could, yes. And sometimes we do oh. listen. Oh, because I just did a little burp. Did anyone hear? Well, uh, we, didn't, we didn't hear the burp, no. Okay. But, but, but from now on, we will be listening to everyone during the travel. <laughs> Apart from Alan Joyce. Can I just say, actually, I hold you solely responsible for my overuse of the word guff. Uh, uh, in what context are you using the word guff? I d just everything. That's guff. It's good. That's it's a good word, isn't it? It's brilliant. No, it, it, it says it all. It's, it's the word of life. I wanted to stop swearing, and, and, and you've just paved the way. I've tried to cut down on my swearing. Quite, I've, I've, I've been a bit lax recently, but it's, it's, uh, it's good to cut down on swearing, isn't it? It is. It is. Because I, I swear quite a bit in the real world. I uh, do. And uh, so if I, I found that when I don't swear as much, when I do use the swears, you get a big laugh. A big it's laugh a and a good swear. Impact. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Yeah, I, I use them really inappropriately at work. Like, I, I'm a nurse, and, and when we have an emergency situation, my first reaction is to say the rudest word I possibly can. Oh, really? Yeah. That, that word? <laughs> it's just the F word. Oh, oh that's, well, that's not that rude. No, no, but it's just like... <gasps> And then it comes out. So yeah. from now on, I'm going to try and say <gasps> guff, but I don't really think it's going to... No, you don't want to say guff in that... The guff doesn't no. work in that sentence. What you need <laughs> no. to say is, uh... Um... What kind of emergency are you talking about here? Let's pretend well, I'm a doctor. What kind of emergency are you about to bring to me that I, I would normally say the F word about? It, like, well, I, I work in a cardiac field, and if oh. my patient's heart stops, I, I go... <clears throat> oh, nuts! Oh, yeah. N nuts is quite good. That's what came to, that's what came to me spontaneously. Oh, oh nuts. <laughs> that's just ruined my morning. Yeah, go on, go on, have, go, go on, try nuts. I'll try that. Try nuts, see how you get on with nuts. I will. Anyway, was that, that what you called in for? No, no, no. Yeah, there was I a point. I didn't tell you that. I, I, I thought I had something wrong with me and I didn't. Oh, yeah. And uh, I thought, you know your parents tell you a lot of lies when you're a child. Oh, don't they? They're awful. <sighs> what awful, awful people all parents <laughs> are. <laughs> and I, I grew up thinking that if I told enough night lies, my tongue would shrivel up and fall out. Oh no! And and I had this awful thing on my on my tongue, and I went yeah. to see the dentist, and and they were like, oh, "Okay, you need to go and see a specialist." Yeah. And I went to see a specialist. And the specialist was like, "Worst case scenario, you might have to cut half your tongue off." That and doesn't. I was like, what? <laughs> what? But it actually turned out I was just allergic to my fillings. 
but I'm, I'm petrified of the dentist, and I, I was thinking, have half my stone cut off, or go to the dentist. What did what, it, did, what did they think you had that would warrant, warrant you having half your tongue cut off? I don't want to say it because you've just told a lady. Oh, okay. Don't. It. You know, yeah. your tongue goes all the way uh, down to just below your navel. <laughs> that is a true thing. That is a true fact. It goes just below your navel. Fact. It's a fact. <laughs> I'm not making that. Why would I make up something like that? What's the point? Where's the fun in making that up? <laughs> oh, I think you're trying to make me say guff. Well, it's not guff, I promise you. It's absolutely scientific fact, for goodness sakes. <laughs> Kelly, listen, thank you for that. Let me know how you get on with the nuts. Will do. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Good lad. There we go. Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. I'm saying lads just because uh, I might say it to all the ladies for the rest of the show. Sam, do you mind if I say good lad at the end of this phone conversation? Hello. Uh, I don't mind. Okay, well, stay there. No, no. It's once. Whoa. E, calm down. I've got to do this. Alright. You could get twenty thousand pounds. That what they've done here because I'm an idiot. Because I'm a presenter, I'm an idiot. They've written twenty thousand pounds in numbers, Sam. Yeah. And then they've written it in words. Yeah. Because I'm an idiot. Yeah. All presenters are idiots, and we can't read numbers. Anyway, it's a good it's a good competition, so it's, it's well worth uh, entering, whether yeah. we're quibbling about words or letters or not. Twenty thousand pounds for your startup business with Lloyd's TSB. Oh, I bank with them. They're the number one bank for business startups. Now, this is all with James Max Sunday evenings from five. If you've been in business for at least six months then go online now to our website lbc.co.uk slash Lloyds and share your startup tips. Entries must be received by midnight on Thursday... Where, where are we now? That's tomorrow. Thursday the 27th of September. You could win £20,000 with James Max and Lloyds TSB. Well, that's got to be worth having a go, hasn't it? Sam? Yeah. Yeah, OK. Right, what do you want? I just want to say, you know the bone on the end of your elbow, what is it called? Well, it's called your elbow. Yeah, another word. Your per- no, um... F, beginning with F. Your funny bone. Yeah. Well, Do you know why it's called a funny bone? Because when you hit it, you laugh. No. You don't laugh, actually, but... Well, you do. No, well, it's you... hurt. It, it's hurt. It yeah, hurts. It's, it hurts, but it's a, it's a, uh, it's a funny hurt. Yeah. It's because it's attached to your humerus. Your bone from your shoulder to your elbow. But when you hit it, it makes, it makes you That's laugh. That's it's called a funny bone, the humerus. I wouldn't open with that one. It's not your best one. Okay. Um, you know some people, right, they get head injuries, they get strokes, and they get other head injuries. Where's this going? You know what? Their accents completely change. Well, you... Uh, you... That was funny. What? Like, there was somebody, um... a lady, she had a Cockney accent, and she had her accent completely changed to a Jamaican accent, and mm. everyone started laughing. Yes. Uh, uh, and then there was this French boy, his accent what? changed to a posh English accent. Yeah, well, you. The, the thing is, I I've seen one of these people on a documentary about these, this accent change thing, yeah. and it doesn't, it doesn't really change into what it, it sounds like. It's a posh English accent, or it sounds like it's a Cockney accent. But if you listen to it, it's not really, mm. really. And there's always something. Well, this woman, she had a, a stroke, and um, when she came to, she could speak fluent Chinese. That's yeah. never happened. That's never ever 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 happened. That's never happened. That would imply, that would imply, Sam, yeah. that uh, Carl Jung was correct, and there is in fact a collective consciousness that we can all somehow tap into. Yeah, yeah it would do, wouldn't it? That's right. I'm, that's right. I'm, uh, I'm misquoting if Jung. One side of the brain is injured; the other one um, compensates, and then you get new skills and 
creative skills and other skills which you never had before. Well, now, isn't it funny you said that? Because I'm going to say something that is slightly controversial, and I, I would like... Uh, it's slightly controversial. I don't mean it to be. This genuinely popped in my head as, as a thought today. Chris, let me know if I'm going too far with this, OK? Because I may. This popped in my head today, and I, I thought, well, isn't that interesting? Do blind people make better lovers? That's the question. Because I would imagine that they have to rely on so many other senses and not just the sense of, of uh, sight. They, that they're, you know, that they're more sensitive with their fingers, with their touch, with their, their, their hear. I would imagine that they become more sensitive lovers. Now, I don't know if that's the case. I don't know if that's uh, doing blind people they say a great... love is blind. Sorry? They say love is blind. It's not quite what I'm talking about, Sam. Well, not to know them. <laughs> no, okay. You've not understood anything, actually. <laughs> Uh, if, 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 if someone... How do we put this delicately without getting in trouble with the new bosses? Right. If someone has, has been in a close relationship with a sighted person and then a blind person... Could you let me know? I'm, I'm genuinely curious. We can ask that question. It's, it's a genuinely curious question that played on my mind today. I don't want to go down the smutty route. I don't want any... I thought I, thought I had an undirective um, thyroid because I, I kept feeling tired all the time. What? I kept having blood tests. And they kept saying, there's nothing wrong with your thyroid. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with your hearing. Wrong, and I had another blood test. And then they said, we're yeah, going to have to stop you having blood tests now because you keep thinking you've got this and that. Yeah, you're a hypochondriac. Said, I work, yeah, I know. Well, I worked in the lab, you see. Yes, and yes. I tested cholesterol and all these things. I've just remembered, I thought I had ME once. Everything, anything beginning with M, I thought I had ME because I was lethargic all the time. So I, I didn't have ME at all. I was just couldn't be bothered. Well, Sam, thanks, that's a really good contribution there. Okay, thank you very much. Good lad. Bye bye. Was, could she hear me when I was talking there? Could she hear anything I was saying to her there? I don't know. Just, just imagine that my cat had died. This is what the show would be like. <laughs> the whole three hours. Would you get her stuffed? Um, yeah, part of me would really, would really enjoy that. Part of me would think, yeah, that's the way to do it. But uh, where'd you put her? Um, in the study? No, I'd have her in the living room. Uh, I, I'd get her stuff to make it look like she was still alive. On the shelf? Yeah, probably on the shelf it would be. Or on the end of the bed, actually. I'd put her on the end of the bed. Yeah, because the shelf wouldn't look natural. She doesn't go on the shelf. She goes, but she sleeps on the end of the bed, so I'd put her on the end of the bed. Can You, you can get pet stuff, can't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Would, I, you, would you have her stuff standing up or lying down? Oh, um, sat, sat curled up. Sat curled up. Yeah, because if it was stood up, you might knock it over and break it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I genuinely might do that, actually. Layla. Hello. Hello, Layla. Hello. Hi. What can I do for you? Um, well, oh, God, I forgot now. Um, I've been waiting ages. It was, oh, Billy, Bobby, Bobby Corp. Barry, Barry Corp. Oh, Barry Corp. Yes. Yeah. Who is he? Sorry? I'm not that old. Well, I'm not that young either. Well, well hang on, Layla. Let's, let's, let's establish... <laughs> let's you establish... can ask me. You can't ask... Go on. I have to ask you. I, I, no, I, I won't ask you. I'll tell you. You're 42, aren't you? <laughs> um, I'm not allowed to swear, am I? No, no. I'm not. <laughs> 38. No, <laughs> lower. 34. Lower. You're not 32. No, I'm lower than that, so I'm not that. Well, how old are you then? Um, 29. Oh, so <laughs> when, when's, when's the when's the 30? Okay, I'm, no, I'm 30. Uh, I'm 30 in March. Did you? And I've, 
Well, I feel like I've had a bit of a breakdown, actually, about it. Oh, oh, did you... I cried on my 30th birthday. I yeah. wept and wept and wept. I thought, this is it. It's all over. And I, do you know what, Leila? I was absolutely right. It's all been downhill since then. Career-wise, oh, yeah. relationship-wise, money-wise, uh, energy-wise, everything's over. I, I don't know about stuff like that, but I think, um... Like, I don't know how far I can go. Can I be rude on here or no, not? No, you can't. Well, it's not that rude. It's just like, since I've hit, I feel like I'm sort of, I've become like a mature, one of those mature women that like, yes, get I'm, a little bit, yes, you know. Yeah, yeah. Well, you, you have. You're, you're, you're past it, Leila. <laughs> no, no. It's, it's only, it's only... I don't feel past it. It's no, the other way. I feel like I, oh, um... you are yeah. Oh, really? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, what? a bit like that. Okay, so what, go on, what was your question? Um, yeah, Bolly, Bolly, Bobby, was Siddy? it Bobby Cole? No, it's, Billy no. Cole, no, it's, Cole. it's Barry yeah, Cole. I don't, everybody was talking about him when... Layla, like... I, Layla, listen, I have to go to the news, but go home, Google Barry Cole, he is one of Britain's greatest living legends. Critics call it one of the year's best thrillers. They killed them, Michael. I'm not the enemy. And who are you? George Clooney is Michael Clayton. Previews Thursday opens Friday, rated 15. Michael Clayton, starring George Clooney, Tilda Swinton, Tom Wilkinson, and Sidney Pollack. Do I look like I'm negotiating? Michael Clayton. Previews Thursday opens Friday, rated 15. Ding dong, I say. Looking for a new pad to buy or rent in the capital? Then open the right doors with rightmove.co.uk, the UK's number one property website. From renting a studio to buying a muse house, they had a rather impressive two and a half thousand properties every day. So, if you're hunting for a home to buy or rent in London, open the right doors at rightmove.co.uk for properties with a little more ding-dong. On 97.3 DAB and online, London's biggest conversation, LBC. It's 9.30, I'm Sam Pittis. Madeleine McCann's family say reports a blonde girl photographed in Morocco isn't their daughter is disappointing news. British journalists claim to have tracked down the girl in the picture, a five-year-old daughter of an olive farmer. A seventh man's been charged with the murder of Julian Warrington in Camberwell. The 44-year-old was found with stab wounds at a flat on Powlett Road earlier this month. GMTV's been fined a record £2 million over its phone-in competitions. The media watchdog Ofcom says finalists were chosen before the premium rate lines closed. GMTV says it suspended its competitions, which were run by a separate company, as soon as it knew there was a problem. Fulham have gone a goal down to Bolton at Craven Cottage in the third round of the League Cup. Chelsea are now 4-0 up against Hull. Manchester United are losing 1-0 to Championship side Coventry at Old Trafford. And Tottenham and West Ham are both drawing 0-0 in their matches, respectively. London's travel were on the tubes. There is still no service at all on the Circle and Hammersmith and City lines. That's because of a lack of available trains. And London's weather will cool and cloudy, plenty of showers moving eastwards overnight. Heavy rain into Kent and Essex. It'll become drier elsewhere. A minimum temperature of 8 Celsius. It's currently 11 Celsius in Stanmore. This is LBC. It's 9.31. Meet Davy Adams. His mother's passion for drink and men shatters his family and home at 14. Davy runs away, leaving those he loves behind. Now he's a loner, but his heart burns with longing for the girl he grew up with. She still waits, but should she? Or should she make a good marriage and forget Davy? The Loner, the brilliant new book by Josephine Cox, out now in paperback. If it's straight from the heart, it's Josephine Cox. 
LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. 0845 We're looking up taxidermy for pets on the internet. Uh, and these are freeze-dried. What the... Pet, pres- pet preservation, freeze-dried taxidermy for cats, dogs and all family pets. And there's a dog, there's... What's that on the right? Is that a guinea pig? Is that a hamster? There's a lizard. Look at the lizard, man! They've given it Paul Ross's eyes. It's all cross-eyed. Cut can't see anything weird that cat oh there's oh oh, that's good that dog is good isn't it and the parrot's good and whatever that is there what's that there's animals i've never even seen before it's a ferret ferrets aren't pure white why is it in snow look it's standing on snow and the one above is a guinea pig that's not that is not dead that dog that's that's a live dog wait he looks like he's on his last legs Click here to visit our stories page. I just wanted to tell you and your staff thank you for your work on Petunia. She actually arrived back in April. I do apologise for not contacting you sooner. I'm extremely happy with the results. I've gotten many unique... (laughs) Shut up! Oh, Oh, dear. I have gotten many unique responses when people have seen her. The best one was... I thought you told me your cat died. <laughs> it's so good to have her back home with me. Cloning Petunia would have been the closest thing to making me happy about keeping her around, but even the clone still wouldn't have been the original. Once again, thank you so much for this speedy process. Your communication was very excellent, as well as your warm concerns. Have a nice day. I, I think that Ray is an American. Uh, uh Me... <laughs> Myself and my family could not be any happier with the results of what you did with Misty. <laughs> Thank you for the care you put into... Oh, they put care into them. It feels like we have a complete family again. I can't wait to show her off now. Hey, look! It's my dead frozen dog! I will highly recommend your services to anyone. And yes, when I do come home, or when I wake up, and before I go to bed... I always take a few moments out to talk to her, just like before. That's from Cheryl. Oh, dear. Look at Gunny! Look at the picture of Gunny! Why have they stood it next to a tin of peas? Show scale? It's wonky! If you want to see the website, the, 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 I'm sure it's an excellent service, petpreservations.com. I'm going to click on Gunny's story. Ode to Gunny. Cutest little doggy in the world, really. He measured six and three quarter inches from stern to stern and weighed a whopping one pound and seven ounces at three years of age. Don't, don't let the size of this puppy fool you. He had a heart as big as a grizzly bear. Ooh, that'd be hideous. Why else would this puppy be given the title of Gunnery Sergeant? <laughs> Born premature, odds were he wouldn't make it through the day of his birth. But his human mommy, my loving wife, not only nursed him through a bottle, but tube-fed him by injecting milk directly into his tummy. That's hideous. Directly into his tummy. Gunny's not having much luck, shall we say. Gunny was born with a bad back left leg. It just kind of stuck out behind him as he ran like the wind on the other three God had given him. 
being, being the miracle dog he was, he surprised every vet that treated him. They said he wouldn't last a year, but Gunny was three years old and going strong. We needed him as bad as he needed us. He lived in... He lived in a laundry basket on our bathroom counter. It was warm and humid to help with his asthma. Where we would give him food and water and tuck him in for the night. Feeding Gunny was primarily my duty and it became a pleasure. We played a game where I would put him down on the floor and he would follow me into the kitchen where he would wait patiently and then when he saw me with his little dish he would sprint as fast as his little three legs could carry him back to the bathroom and hide in his floor-level little house, a picnic basket, until I arrived with his food and then he'd tease me by coming in and out of his picnic basket like he was playing peekaboo. My wife would pick him up and cuddle him in her arms, and he would turn his head to her face and kiss her on the cheek. When she let him relax in bed with her, he would nurse on her hand as if he was still a puppy with his canine mother. It took Gunny a year to learn how to bark, and I taught him how by imitating another little dog. <laughs> what? I can't read. I've got tears in my eyes. <laughs> when he barked, <laughs> it was barely audible. Little squeak, but sometimes when he really wanted attention, it could be very loud and clear, but still a squeak. I've seen where it's going. I can't read the next bit. Go on. Tragically, Gunny's life was cut short on the 19th of March when another dog, an overzealous Jack Russell, That we were dog sitting, probably saw Gunny as a mouse. <laughs> and in the blink of an eye. Before we knew what had happened. <laughs> Our little Gunny was dead. I'm a, I'm a 44-year-old tough guy Marine. <laughs> He's a Marine. And I will never get over the loss of this wonderful little creature. He brought joy into everyone's life he touched. He was the perfect little pet. My wife, Cindy, the only mother he recognised, gave a part of her soul to his life, and I pray she'll be happy again as she was when she was being loved by her gunny. There will never be another gunny, but we've had him frozen, and that'll do as a replacement. Well... Isn't that just marvellous there? Fantastic. Well, 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 well. I don't... I don't... Oh, dear. I've got tears, that's, uh, tears in my eyes. Right. 0845 is the telephone number. Uh, last 20-odd minutes of the show. Clive Ball's on at 10 o'clock, where I'm sure he'll be doing a tribute to Gunny and Barry Court as well. Uh, what have we talked about? Uh, celebrities that... Well, no, we don't want to do celebrities, so that was boring now. Um, people eating outside. It's the first day of, of winter. Ding... Um, oh, oh, and uh, inappropriate comments you made after someone was telling a, a Rod Hull joke uh, after he died to Rod Hull's son, and he had to stop him and say, "I tell you what, mate, that's actually my dad. You're making a joke about. Just, just bear that in mind before you do the punchline." Oh eight four five six zero six zero nine seven three. Dave. Hello, mate. Hello, Dave. Sorry to keep you waiting there. Well, I thought we had to read about little Gunny. Oh, I'm, I was in tears. I was, it's a very, very sad story. <laughs> yes. 
He was a Marine, the fellow that wrote that. He's a Marine. Oh, tough guy, isn't he? Tough guy. Anyway, Dave, yes, what can we do for you? Well, what it was, I, I'm a chauffeur, you see. Yes. And over, the course, over the last 20 years, we've been doing this job and whatever, you know what I mean? And yeah. you get to like people, dislike people, and blah, blah, blah. And there was this guy who was a bit of a pig. Yeah. Wasn't. Anyway, basically, what I'm getting to is I was, I was staying outside an hotel one day and I was talking to this other driver and I said to him, I said, like, you know about this company, blah, blah, blah. He went, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I said, you know what I mean? The only, the only good thing that could happen to that company is the guy that owns it dies. And the guy I was talking to said, well, he did last week. Oh! Nobody went to the floor to open up and swallow you. Oh, man, alive, Dave. But, I mean, I, I suppose you don't miss him, but um, that must have been pretty uncomfortable. Uh, I went... Oh, well, we, you know what I mean? You yeah. The thing is, though, when you backtrack out of those situations, you end up making it worse, don't you? Yeah, I know. <laughs> There's no, what you need to do is just put your hands up and say, all right, I've been busted, that was, that, you know, what, what a moment. But you, you try and backtrack, and I've done it, and you just end up looking worse and worse and worse. And you feel a white twit when you do it as well. Yeah. Dave, listen, thank you for that. Excellent stuff. 0845 6060 973. Eddie's in the Orpington. Hello, Eddie. Hello. You're right, boss. Uh, sort of an inappropriate comment. Yeah. I was speaking to a woman on the phone who yeah. was a missus, and the name was really awful. It sort of sounded a bit German, a bit sort of toilety functioning. Yeah. And I, and I sort of, after I'd finished spoken to her, I spoke to all the other people in the office, I said, I said at least one thing, I said, at least her husband knows that she really loves him, because she must really love him to have taken that name on. Anyway, everyone started kicking me and throwing things at me, trying to change the subject, and I sort of carried on a bit. Oh, yeah. And it turned out that one of the people who worked there, his fiance had made him change his name by deed poll before she'd marry him. Oh, no! Yeah! Whoa, 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 hang on a second. So, he had a surname that was so offensive to her... Yeah. She well, the said... The combination of his surname and her Christian name became quite offensive. Oh, whoa, 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 hang on a second. I'm not marrying you and becoming Mrs... I've been told not to say the no, name. Well, ooh, okay. Yeah. Well, so, but, but would it, so it was her first name with his surname would have been rude. Yeah. What was her first name? I'm going to see if I can work it out. Pat. Pat. Oh, mm. well. Uh, Pat. Right, go, 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 Eddie, go back to Chris. Tell Chris what it is. We won't say it on the radio, but I'm intrigued now. I'm intrigued. How exciting. Saying, uh, you, you change the surname, otherwise we're not getting married. Why couldn't he just take her surname on? And do women still... I don't think women particularly take um, surnames, do they, anymore? Does that still... Um, does that still happen? Eddie, have you told him? I told him. Chris, can you whisper it in my ear? Turn my mic off, just in case this picks it up. I don't want any bleed through. <laughs> it's, not, it's not that bad! It means, it means that, doesn't it? Yeah, 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 it's not that bad, but yes, I can see, I can see why she would want to, Eddie. Definitely. Yeah. Thank uh, you for that, Bob. And he changed it, did he? He changed his name, yeah, by default. But did, why didn't he just take her name when he got married? I don't know. He changed his name by default. Yeah. And um, and they carried on happily ever after. But you know, when I was saying it, yeah, yeah, yeah. everyone was going, <laughs> "Shut up." Yeah, Eddie, listen, thank you very much. I remember once being on a, a, a terrible, terrible panel show called uh, Stupid Punts, hosted by, uh, who's the Irish lad, what's his name, Kilty. And it was me, not, uh, someone from goodness gracious me, 
um, and um, some girl whose name I can't remember. And it, this is how rubbish it was. They had uh, who were those people that wanted to buy a baby off the internet. Do you remember those those weird couple? I think they were Welsh, weren't they? So anyway, they bought. They were there, and one of the things we had to bet. What was their name? Oh eight seven oh oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. What was the name of that weird couple that wanted to buy babies off the internet? They were in the news about six seven years ago. Anyway, one of the games was uh, that they had buckets on their head. The man had buckets on his head, and you had to bet how many fish the woman could chuck into the bucket. What was their name? Someone quickly oh eight four five six oh six oh nine seven three. What were the, 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 they were um. A couple, and there was a big program about them. And they tried to buy babies off the internet. Anyway, I was on there, and I was talking about a rubbish, rubbish program I'd seen called the Badil Syndrome, which was David Badil's sitcom for Sky that was uh, supposed to be like him doing Seinfeld. And I went into a rant saying, "Has anyone seen the Badil Syndrome? Has anyone watched that?" Because I think, and one, the the other girl on the panel went, "Yeah, I I have. I'm in it." And I went, "Oh yeah, because it's good, that isn't it? I really I, 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 hang on a second. Who line eight? Who am I talking about?" Hello. Hello. Who were the couple? Killshaws. The Killshaws. What was her name? Margaret or something, wasn't it? I don't know her name. But oh, know it song. was the Killshaws. Thank you very much. Line nine, were you going to say Killshaws? No, it turns out you're going to say absolutely nothing. But thanks for that. Here he comes now. It's the travel news with... Uh, no, it's not all. Oh, someone's sending suggestions of what the last name could have been. No, it wasn't as rude as that. <laughs> Uh, it's the travel news that Alan Joyce. <laughs> Thank you very much. Uh, if you're heading on to the tubes, then not good news this evening. Two lines remain completely suspended because of a lack of available trains, those being the Circle and Hammersmith and City lines. So no trains running at all on those two lines. And Transport for London can't give us any estimate as to when that situation is going to change either. Uh, the district line is also suspended between Edgware Road and High Street, Kensington. You can use your tickets on local buses in the area instead, I'm told, though. If you're heading on to the overground trains, I can tell you at least those are running on time. And by the way, back on the tubes, the Victoria Line's not going to be suspended at 10 o'clock tonight because of the Spurs match, so that will be running a normal service right away through the evening. Now, heading on to the roads, the M40 still has two lanes closed coming into town between 2 and 1A. That's between Beaconsfield and the M25 after an accident earlier on there. And we're still looking at delays on the A2 in Elton. That's a bit slow coming into town just before Rochester Way following an accident earlier. It has been moved out of the way now, though. And in Covent Garden, Monmouth Street is still closed in both directions between Shaftesbury Avenue and Seven Dials, and that's following a burst water main. LBC 97.3 Travel. There's more throughout the evening. London's biggest conversation continues with Clive Bull after the news at 10. LBC 97.3 Look around you. How many of the people around you right now could become ill at any time? At GlaxoSmithKline, we undertake medical research to develop new drugs for today and tomorrow. We just need you to help us with our clinical trials at our research unit at Clinical Imaging Centre London. You'll be paid for your time and commitment if you take part in a study. So, if you're healthy and aged between 18 and 60, then call us today on 0800 707 6068. That's 0800 707 6068. Help us help people to do more, feel better, live longer. What does your dad mean to you? And how did the big fella influence your life? 
I'm Paul Ross, and all next week with And When Did You Last See Your Father, the new film based on Blake Morrison's best-selling memoir, I want you to tell me your stories about your dad. It could win you a helicopter ride for two across London. If you've got something to say about your dad, log on now to lbc.co.uk and listen to Paul Ross weekday afternoons from four next week. If our purpose on this earth is to leave it a better place for our children, we haven't got badly. And When Did You Last See Your Father, the fantastic new film starring two of our country's finest actors, Jim Broadbent and Colin Firth, out Friday the 5th of October with LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. Clive Bully's on at uh, 10 o'clock, by the way, so uh, make sure you stay tuned for that. I listen on the way home, and it's, it's always good. No, it's not always good. Let's be honest. We don't always do good shows. The first two hours of this show were... Uh, I don't know what... They were all right. It wasn't bad, but there was... That spark wasn't there. Chris, where did, what happened to the spark? Where did it go for the first two hours? It's because it's winter. Because it's the first day of winter. <laughs> no, that's not... I did, it's actually the wrong one. I didn't mean to play that one. I meant to play this one. Oh, where is it? Get in trouble for that. That. There we go. Right. So. Now... Oh, how low, how low, how low. Uh, today we are giving you another chance to get your hands on the latest Toshiba laptop with today's How Low Reverse Auction. This sleek black Toshiba laptop will help you stay on top of your busy lifestyle wherever and whenever you need it. It comes ready with the latest Windows Vista software to make using your computer easier and more secure than ever before. With its Wi-Fi wireless technology, you can access the internet when you're out and about, and you can view your documents or watch the movies on the 15.4-inch widescreen dis display. To be in with a chance of winning, bid low. The person who makes the lowest unique bid by 11.30pm tonight, ladies and gentlemen, wins. It's the lowest bid in pence that nobody else makes. Now, to enter it, very straightforward, you text LBC plus your bid in pence to treble eight two one. So, for example, if you wanted to bid £1.35, you'd text LBC135 to treble eight two one. Don't forget, bids cost £1.50, plus your standard network rate. Lines close at 11.30pm tonight. Bidders must be over 16. See www.lbc.co.uk for full terms and, indeed, conditions. Right, who's been here the longest? Steve has. Hello, Steve. Good evening, uh, Neil. Yeah, Ian. Wh what? Good evening, Neil. Yeah, good evening. Yes. Uh, you're talking about uh, your little cat when, yeah. when she passes away. Yeah. Would you consider her being cremated? Yes, I would. Would you like a website to have a look on uh, a very, very good uh, pet crematorium? Well, hang on. Well, 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 let's have a look, but hopefully she's not going to die for quite a while. I hope not for quite a while. Well, what, OK, what have you got? Right, the website is www. TPC. What? TPC? CPC. CPC. Cares.com. Cares.com. C A R E S. Okay, CPC Cares. Yes. Dot com. Okay, let's, dot com. Have, let's have a little look here. Uh huh. They're based up at oh, uh, oh. near Royston and Hertfordshire, which is just next to Duxford Museum. Oh. They're, they're very, very good. Can't, well, hang on, the vet can do it though, can't they? Uh, you can do it through a vet. But they. If you take it up, they can do the animal within about two hours. Oh, wow. It's, 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 it's almost like a drive-through crematorium. Well, sort of. Did you Have you had a pet taken there, Steve? Yeah, I took my cat there. Really? Was it? Did they do, like, a little service for it? You can. Um, See, I, oh, this, is, this is depressing me terribly, all of this. I don't, I don't want my little girl to die. Well, she's going to have 
many years to come, yeah. That's well, I hope so, but then someone said, oh, well, they can die at the age of eight. Yeah, but it depends on the health of the cat, but you look after her, aren't oh, she's, I do look after her, she's very healthy, she don't really do much, so hopefully that, that will, will make her life last a little bit longer. Yeah, she'll have a good long life with you. So you took your cat there, and they, 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 they did it, uh, did the service and everything, uh, how, uh, was it alright? Was it, have you, have you got a little learn? Yes, you can have either a basic square one, yep. or you can have a sleeping cat. Oh, what? Casket. Yeah. Wood, uh, wooden cat curled up asleep. My mum's last cat, Huey, was, was cremated. The vet did it, and she, it came in like a nice little wooden box with a little, um, like, um, uh, inscription on the top and stuff like that. And then my mum thought, what I'd like to do is put the ashes in a plant, you know, in the, in a plant, so that it, yeah. I, I can look at this plant and it'll be, Huey will be there and... So she she put these ashes in a, in like a pot and put a plant in. The plant died in like three days. Uh, My mum was devastated again. She had like oh, miserable first time. I had yeah. I had to be the one to go and tell her that he died as well because the vets yeah. phoned me up and I had to go around and say, Mum, some bad news. Huey's not made it. Uh, anyway, Steve, listen, thank you very much for that. My pleasure. Much appreciated. What was your cat's name? Smudge. Smudge. Uh, listen, thank you very much, Steve. Much appreciated. Cheers, mate. Cheers, fella. 08456060973. Now, I hope you're not smirking at this, Chris, because you haven't got a pet, so you don't know how attached people get to their pets. I lost two fish. You're just taking the mitt. You can't get upset. Saying that, I did get upset when Bentley... I had a fish called Bentley. Mama called Bits and Bobs. Why? Because I had two. Okay, yeah, that makes sense. Graham. He's gone. He, he was obviously offended by... Well, uh, let's go to... Uh, oh, let's go to Katia. Hello, Katia. Yes, hello, Ian. Hello, Katia. Uh, daddy long legs. You have to forget everything you know about them. What? The daddy long legs. Well, well they're, they're, they're horrible, hideous creatures that deserve to be destroyed. Uh, well, they say that uh, they've got the most potent venom of the animal kingdom. They have, but there's, there's, there's such a tiny amount of it, though, it can't hurt you. It's urban myth. Oh, Not what? True. What? No, it's not true, because um, I was watching that Mythbuster programme. The what? Mythbusters? Yes. Yeah. Oh, Crime Watch is on there. Crime Watch is on now. I'm not watching that. No, I'm Sky Plusing it. Oh. Yeah. Well done. Um, yeah. You. Uh, you know what they did? They needed 400 uh, daddy long leg yeah. legs just to extract uh, one tiny drop. Yeah. to see if it was going to be poisonous or not. Yeah. And they put the daddy long legs in tiny, tiny vices, 400 of them. In a vice? Yeah, in to, a vice. To squeeze the, the venom yes. out? <laughs> yes. They, mil they milked the daddy long legs? Yeah, and if, if you're like an um, uh, experienced arachnoman, yes. yeah, where you can um, extract poison from 100, um, 100 daddy long legs in one hour. Wow. <laughs> but so did they have any poison in them at all? Well, yeah, of course. But, so what bit's the myth, then? It's a myth. It's not, yeah, it's completely well, untrue. Well, which bit's untrue? Because you just said they did have poison in. No, well, yeah, but it's not, it's not the, the most potent one. It doesn't do anything. But you'd need, like, a, maybe a million daddy long legs. Oh, a million? <laughs> but because there's only such a tiny amount in them. No. But if you've got a million daddy long legs worth of the, the juice... Are you prepared to, to do... To well, no but, 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 no, but you're saying that it's a myth, but we, you don't know it's a myth, because there wasn't enough daddy long legs being milked. Well, the, the guy with the big moustache in, in the Miss Buster, he said it was a myth. So. Oh. Have you ever watched Cheaters? No. It's brilliant. What is it? Cheating is a crime. It's uh, American, right? And if you think your partner's cheating on you, you call in the cheaters' detectives. They go and film them for like four or five days, copping off with a big fat woman, generally. Uh, then they show you the video, and then the host goes, well, we know where he is now. <laughs> Would you like to go and confront him? 
yeah, I would. And then they go and confront him, and they have, like, a fight in the car park with the wife, the husband, and the mistress. <laughs> Although sometimes it's the man and uh, who confronts the wife with her lover, who is sometimes a lady. And sometimes they burst in, and everyone's having sex. Oh. Anyway, you should watch it. Okay. Thanks. Exclusively blended Prosecco Roboso Rosé from the hillside vineyards of Veneto. And a bottle is yours, absolutely free, when you spend over £35 on food or drink at M&S until Saturday. This is not just food. This is M&S food. Offer runs Thursday to Saturday. See in-store for details. Selected stores only. Subject to availability. Enjoy wine responsibly. London's biggest conversation continues with Clive Bull after the news at 10. LBC 97.3. Ian Lee's Good Evening. I can say that. Clive Bull's on after 10. Clive, Bull's on, Clive Bull is on after 10. I've been saying it. I will say it again. He is on after 10. Uh, and uh, don't forget the new phone number. It's all new phone number and it's confusing the hell out of me. I don't, I, I, I'm terrible with, with, I don't remember what I did yesterday, so how the hell am I going to know a new phone number? It's written in front of me, 0845 6060 Right, let's try, very good, Jean, we haven't got much time, I'm afraid. Oh, no, Ian. Yes. Long time now here. Apparently so. How are you? Good, you? Yeah, and um, how's Dylan? He's excellent. And how's your sister's baby? She's beautiful. Oh, is it a girl? It is. Well, thanks for calling, Jean. Okay, bye, Ian. Bye. Let's go to Pamela. Don't worry about your little cat turning its collar in yet. My last two cats reached the ages of 19 and 21. That's, that, Pamela, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Thank you for that. All these You're scaremongers. You're welcome, my dear. That, and how were they towards the end? I'm sure they got a, a, um, a bit tired, but were they fine? One of them was a little bit wobbly on his feet. Yeah. I had to put a footstool there so he could climb onto the settee to get oh. onto my lap. Well, I've made... But um, they were so sweet and affectionate. I've made... Because the cat flap in the back door is a little bit high. Mm. So I've made steps out of old video uh, cassettes Good for Velvet. For three, three little steps for her to get up mm. and get, get, get through because it's a bit of a strain for her. Pamela, that's, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. Thank you for that. What a lovely call to end on. Night-night. Take care. Bye-bye. Well, the fantastic, you see. It's it, it, nearly every cloud and all of that. So... The show. First two hours. Uh, last hour. Mm. If you missed it, it sounded like this. Let's find out where is the where are the best places in London to spot the Queen. That was Prince Charles. I think I've seen him in the ninety-nine P shop. And they're all drunk by ten in the morning. And once we've solved those problems, then we'll start the roller coaster ride of laughs. But I did bring some home from work, yeah. but to wear at home, yeah. and everybody thought I was stark raving bonkers. No one can. No one can beat that. In London. Flour me butty butty. Flour me butty butty. You get a big assault course thrown in for fun. You have to be a bit thick, don't you, to go out in the rain in flip flops. Oh, hi. What would you like me to do then? Actually, I do have a problem with plumbers. Yes, they're all lazy. The best day was when Brian Wilson phoned me up at home. You simultaneously just made me want to cry huh? and then want to puke. I wanted to stop swearing and, and, and you've just paved the way. They've given it Paul Ross's eyes. It's all cross eyed. <laughs> I can't read. I've got tears in my eyes. <laughs> When he barked, <laughs> it was, it was barely audible. You can have either a basic square one, yep. or you can have a sleeping cat. Well, you've asked my opinion, now shut yeah. up. No, when it's put like that, yes, line one, you're on the wireless. Hello, I uh, wanted to talk to Clive when he comes on. Oh, he's, he's not on for another minute yet. Well, oh, uh, right. Well, yep. that's, 
Have I got a call back then? Yeah, yeah, I think you should. Sorry about that. I do apologise. If you do want to call Clive, it's don't forget the new phone number. 0845 973 Thank you, Agent Chris. Thank you, Andy. I shall be back tomorrow at 7. Until then, bye-bye. On 97.3 DAB and online London's biggest conversation LBC At 10, disappointment after Maddie Lee falls flat Minister admits mistakes after 7-7 and an upset in the Carling Cup It's 10 o'clock, I'm Sam Pittis